Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Much, much 
deeper and a sick state. I'm telling you, man. Hey, how y'all doing out there? How y'all doing out there, brothers and sisters? Welcome in one more time here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely up in this house right here. I am your host. I am, uh, I guess, the engineer of this show right here, the producer of this show. Hey, I go by several names, y'all. Sunray Nine is one of them, and Brother Arya. Yahweh, Yasha Allah, as other. That's one other one. So how y'all doing, man? Hope y'all been having a terrific week. I hope everything's been fine and dandy with you, and especially, man, especially since we talk about a sick world. Hey, I hope y'all have been safe out there. I hope you've been safe. I hope you hadn't had to dodge any bullets, because y'all know, man, shit, it, it, it's damn near like y'all seeing over there right now in Israel with Hamas. Y'all seeing what's happening over there in the east. Ain't no peace. In the east, oh y'all, let me say it again. There, uh, can I say it? I'm gonna say it like I want to say it, y'all. There ain't no peace in the east. I know it. I know they said it's not proper English, son Ray, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm gonna say it anyway. But man, we up in this house right here with another topic of conversation right here for you tonight. Uh, as always, I gotta thank y'all always for tuning in. Where well, y'all catch the show live, or you catch it right there in the archives, however you catch it. Oh man, I'm greatly that you do catch the show and i appreciate it and i hope you get something out of it uh man i'm telling you because this is what this is right here for this show right here uh we try to utilize this podcast to help you as y'all know the motto the motto right here for culture freedom radio is we come in the house right here to liberate the minds of the people and we don't give it that some really y'all i don't give a damn who the people are it, it just hey, if it liberate the mind, it's no color, it's no ethnicity to liberating the mind. Because hell, I'm telling y'all, everybody really need their minds liberated right now. But I, we we you know we kind of target this show to what they call the African American community, the Black community, the melanated community. Y'all know what I mean. But hey, man, it's really all of us in the world need our minds liberated because you look at all ethnicity groups, racial groups right now, that's pandemonium and chaos that's ensuing in all of these communities. You know, white folks going around here shooting up all the goddamn malls, black folks going around shooting up our goddamn communities. Y'all know, man, I'm telling y'all, it's chaos. It's chaos have ensued everywhere. Uh, But tonight's topic of conversation right here tonight is... (laughs) <laughs> have so-called black people in America given up on religion and spirituality. Mm-hmm. That's tonight's topic of conversation. One more time, I'm saying y'all of the two-piece for a two-peat. Let me say it again right here. Have so-called black people in America given up on religion and spirituality. I know I can hear some of y'all saying, hell to the yeah. The hell with religion. That's what's the problem, man. We had we don't need no more damn religion, son Ray. Get rid of it. Throw it out the window. See religion problem. See, religion is the thing that divide us, son Ray. We don't need no damn religion. Get rid of it. Yeah, I, I heard y'all. I heard you. I heard you in the background. Uh-huh. But hey. But hey, y'all know, brother Aria, I'm gonna have to beg to differ a little bit now. To some degree, I can hear you. I can, I can somewhat feel what you're saying, and somewhat, um, um, somewhat. I, I would say somewhat agree. Now, we know a lot of things that certain religious doctrine or people, right, is what 
have brought a lot of confusion and mishaps and things to the world. But we know, and I'm going to play some clips here tonight. I got about one a clip I think I'm going to play tonight anyway. But there have been some, as we may say, religious institution or religious organization that have been profoundly, profoundly and have been, have helped. And I will struggle. And I will struggle. We talk about for freedom and liberation here in America. A lot of brothers and sisters in the freedom fight here in America have been inspired through some whatever religion, what y'all call religion, or we say spirituality, whatever spiritual practice, have been inspired through those for their spiritual way of life. And you know, excuse my dog, I'm in the background, uh, my security team. <laughs> yeah, can't pay no other bodyguards, which I don't need none. Uh, but that's my security team, my alarm, you know what I mean? But anyway, we're going to talk a couple of things tonight. I got a couple of things I might read tonight dealing with African spirituality and so forth, because what we are saying, we are people of African descent. So we'll get into some things of that nature, go in and break a couple of things down, uh, talk about religion, but uh, but that's what the one thing I want to tonight talk to tonight about is how so-called black people in America giving up on religion. And because um, I'm looking at some things, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, I, and I think a lot of it, when you look at, and I say to a degree, yes, a lot of people have, black people have. And they, y'all didn't know, they've been talking about since this coronavirus. And um, I got to pull up my pocket right fast, y'all, excuse me. And a lot of people have been walking away from basically the church and somewhat a lot of spiritual institutions uh, since the coronavirus. Damn, I, I think I've deleted. No, here I go. Um, since this coronavirus situation happened, a lot of people have been walking away. Now, this is was an article. Um, what was this? Newsgallop.com. It says American memberships. And houses of worship continued to decline last year. This is probably an old article. It says dropping below 50% for the first time in the Gallup's eight-decade trend. In 2020, 40% of Americans said they belonged to a church, synagogue, or mosque, down from 50% in 2018 uh, and 70% in 1999. 1999 pressure uh but anyway it says churches memberships was uh 73 percent in 1937 when the gallup was first measured when first measured it uh stayed nearly 70 percent through 2000 before beginning to decline to 61 percent in 2010 and 47 uh, percent in 2020 the u.s membership u.s church memberships was 73% when the Gallup first met. Okay, there we go. Let me see. I think I read that. Let me see. But I'm trying to see where I want to go because I want to read this whole damn thing. But the but the point of it is that as I said, a lot of people are basically leaving these churches or houses of worship. And I was like, say, what are they getting into then since they're leaving that? And I've seen there was an article that I talked about before that it was saying that a lot of so-called black women, and I'm going to use that term, y'all, black if y'all don't mind, for the sake of conversation. They said a lot of black women was leaving the churches and 
um, picking up the practice of uh, witchcraft. Now, that's what the article said before. I, I wish I still had that damn article. But that's what it was saying, that a lot of black women are leaving the church and picking up witchcraft. Well, hell, there's a brother that, uh, brother Stephen Dobby, may the peace and blessings be upon his soul. He actually passed away now. And I think I played his thing before, played uh, uh, one of his lectures on here before, where he was talking about witchcraft in the church. So, hell, they ain't really just left the damn, <laughs> they ain't really left it. Uh, they, they, some of them been practicing dibbing and dabbing anyhow. As, as, as we say in the South here. No, nah, we don't really say that in the South, but y'all, that's country. Anyhow, but anyway, uh, let me just quit clowning. But yeah, so a lot of people have been leaving, and, and, and what have they been going into? You know, there was a brother named, uh, what was his brother name? His name was Wesley something. Yeah, I just seen him on, on um, Facebook the other day. Uh, shit, I forgot his name, y'all. He's, he used to be in the church. Now, I don't know what the hell he don't got into, this, this, what he's doing now. Um, you know what it is. I've seen the dude in like some skinny jeans and uh, just looking all suspicious, y'all. Suspect. But I'm not saying the brother's, you know, a homosexual. Now, I'm just saying he just looked. I don't know what this shit he into now, but anyway. But we we know we've seen a lot of the stuff here. We got brothers and sisters out here now, you know, to the degree where as as the so-called uh, African people, because that's what we like to say that we are derived from, we are derivative from, we came from the continent of Africa as African descent people. Now, we look on the continent of Africa, you look throughout the continent of Africa, there's some people who have writings, that cultural things that we can read and know that about their spiritual systems. Some then write down things, some had oral oral traditions. You know, most people always talk about Kemet a lot of times, it's written down. Um, so, you know, just looking on the, and I know I don't even really, really mention Israel yet because y'all going to say that ain't a part of Africa, but I do, I do say yes, it is. So you do have some scripts and things that deal with that as well. But we have uh, an Ethiopia, all of that. Um, but we, and it was always said, I have it in my description, it was, I've always heard it being said that black people are the most religious people in the world or spiritual people in the world, however y'all want to phrase it. I, I <laughs> and maybe so we probably were. So my thing, what happened? What has happened? What has happened? It, were we? Oh, are we still, or is it just a new approach how we um, look at things spiritually now? And I'm meaning that the concept when we still look at a higher power other than ourselves. Now I know there's some things that says, well, there's no God outside of you. The God that you looking at is you. And you know, we say how people say, well, but now, brother, it was, I was inspired. Something was saying or something inspired me when I was troubled. I can't describe it. You know, it was just like the most high something was giving me inspiration. Hey, brother, you can make it. You can do it. But see, brother, there's something inside of you. There's something that was already inside of you. It, it, now listen, and then know some people saying that they, they are the God. They've gotten away from the concept of a supreme being, uh, hell, a, a God, a council of different gods, and say now, hell, we God, we God, we I'm God, Negro, and I, and I have to say to that, no disrespect to nobody now, but I have to say, well, hell, stop yourself from dying then. When you get corona and get laid up in the hospital on a ventilator. Stop your goddamn self from dying. Hell, be, before that shit, stop yourself from getting corona. Huh? 
if 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 you are that because you know they say God is all powerful and He has the power and that's why they say the source. And He said, "Man, the source has helped me make it today." And God woke me up this morning. Y'all, y'all remember her that and on church on and when you go to church, thank the Lord for waking me up this morning. Y'all remember that? So did you wake yourself up this morning? Hmm? So we, if you are that God, and I will say it, God, and you complaining, right? About another human being, especially I'm talking about us, us as blacks, so-called black people. We're saying that we are being oppressed. We're God. We're the God of the universe. God of the universe. But we are complaining about a human being. So we call a human being, another mankind, oppressing us. God damn it, if we was God, shouldn't we just have some kind of power to wave our hand to stop them from oppressing us? Shouldn't we have some kind of fucking power to stop this? Huh? If we God now, if we the God of the universe, but you can't even leave off the planet, but you the God of the universe, you hadn't went out, you can't go out of nowhere, out of space, no goddamn where. How you are the God of the universe? Tell me how you created the universe. I, I'd like to know that. Start with that one first. So have, tell me how, if we the God of the universe, how did you create it? And some even we go so far as to say, well, ain't no God outside of my mama, my God. Well, okay, okay. I ain't going to disrespect your mama now, but I ain't going to disrespect that. If that's how you see it, yes, your mother did, because she, she created me. Okay, cool. No problem. Because I'm saying that the, the, the black woman is God. Okay, no problem. Though my thing here would be, if you say your mother's God now, and she she created you, well, who created your mama? Well, her mama. Who created your mama's mama? Who created your mama's 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 Y'all get what I'm saying? I see that that shit could go on and on and on. So that's my thing. I'm gonna ask you, how did they all got here? How did that whole line got here? If they were God, what created them? How did they get here? I even go when they talk about evolution and they talk about evolution and whole thing. I was like, well, the Homo sapien, the Homo this, that, and those. So you know that whole thing that that whole terminology deal with. I don't know what the hell even to call it. <laughs> the evolutionary chart, but whatever they call them, damn different homos and this, that, and other. I was like, I still want to know how did they get here. I, I still see. I can still go on and on. What started that off? What was spark that started that off? And I know y'all can say, well, if you believe in the concept of God, who created God? See, I said we all see that. See, forever and ever we can get on what, what this, how this, how that. But I just say for the mankind that say we the God of the universe, and then we, you that powerful, and you created the stars, the moon, and everything, but you can't get yourself out of fix for starvation. You can't get yourself out of fix. You're still waiting on somebody to give you freedom, justice, and equality, but you the God of the universe. Your enemy, I guess, or your oppressor has more power than you. But I want to play a little something right fast, and uh, I'm going to get to the phone lines. But I want to just open up, and I want to throw y'all some things in here to get your thoughts rolling in here. But have it. And I, and I say, to, like, on tomorrow, I look at some things again. They're going to talk about some stuff in here. And I say, like, these so-called religious institutions that we talk about was so instrumental, so instrumental, or just spirituality, so instrumental. 
even with our oppression coming in America through slavery over here, the transatlantic slave trade, I know some people don't agree with that. Um, that's another whole subject. Still was a spiritual people. Now, a lot of people, we just equate that Christianity. It was forced on our people here in America. But that damn, y'all. Do y'all know how old even Christianity was? It's older than the slave Atlantic slave trade. It's older than the goddamn slave trade. Do y'all know that? Do you understand that? There was Christianity even in the goddamn in West Africa before the slave trade. Do you understand that? Islam before the slave trade. Do we understand that? Do we know that? So they was dealing with Christianity in Africa before, way before the transatlantic slave trade. <laughs> but so we say, well, it was forced on us by the white man. I'm not saying, you know, hey, they didn't. They they probably did push a form of slave because y'all look at the slave Bible. They did have some things in there of slaves obey. They took certain scripts and they utilized it to justify um their oppression and the and so-called slaves to obey them. They didn't want them to read that revolutionary part and all that old stuff. You know, they didn't get that. They, uh, you couldn't read it, but you had brothers like Matt Turner and some others who read it and looked at it and looked at what they were going through and say, shit, that seemed like something. This seemed like us. <laughs> and they fought for their freedom by reading the Bible. Uh, once they got a chance to learn how to read. And I'm just saying they didn't know what the hell. But to understand some of this English and stuff that they had over here. But anyway, brother, but we were we were always a spiritual people. We gave the world spirituality. We gave the world religion. We gave it to them. You know, we, we taught them so but now it just behooved me is like I don't, I don't understand, like, what, what's, what's going on? Is it our westernized really being over here in the West um, have turned us away? Was it, is it, or maybe it was some stuff that happened because of, you know, like saying, they, 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 like some church people say, people have church hurt. They joined the church and maybe the pastor and some things that went on and they got some people in the church, right? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Oh, Mother Betty Ann in the church, she was she had old attitude. Thought she ran the whole church and things like that on the motherboard. She thought she just it was just some snobby ass people all in the church and thing. You going there because you trying to have a a true relationship with the Creator. You trying to learn how to better your life, learn some moral principles to help you in your life. And you got some low down ass folks that sitting up in the church, or the, even the mosque and things of that nature. You know synagogues, whatever, and, and 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 it is a lot of things. They were getting people money, real buying Cadillacs and all of those shit, you know, got a side piece, taking care of side piece with y'all tithes and offering and all of this stuff, and talk about taking up building funds and the goddamn roof falling all in, and, you know, y'all just like, man, damn this shit, I got to go. I, I ain't even dealing with no. And you probably went left that church, went to another church, damn near ran to the same list situation, or a situation similar there. And you're like, man, damn these churches, bruh. These folks crazy as hell. I am through fucking with these folks. And these are people, though. Like, it ain't, it's just not the spiritual practice. It's the folks that you run across. It's people a lot of times. I've done it through, hell, none so-called religious institutions I've been a part of. And, hell, the same way. When you deal with people, you want to deal with problems. 
So sometimes people like say, man, damn these goddamn churches. These churches ain't nothing. They ain't so-and-so. Now they're not, that's probably for the, maybe two churches they experience. Now they want to, sometimes they'll generalize it and blame all the churches. And somebody say, man, they just got church hurt. I know y'all don't heard that before. They just got some church hurt. And, um, but <laughs> it's not all institutions. It's just certain people will mess a lot of shit up for a lot of people. Mess some things up for a lot of people. But it's been a lot of things like tomorrow. This is what I'm getting to right fast. And I got to play this clip. Like, hold on, excuse me, y'all. Let, let, let me play this clip right fast. Let me see what's going on. Historically, houses of worship for the black community, I believe, is what has allowed us to keep our sanity as a people. Religion in the United States has been used throughout history, not only as the bedrock of the persecution of black Americans, but also as the bedrock of their emancipation. They made meaning of Christian teaching about salvation, of biblical traditions regarding liberation. Hey guys, I'm Sana, and today I'm going to explore the role of religion, especially Christianity and Islam, in the black American history of liberation. And I want to ask if religion still has a role to play today in the fight against systematic racism. European colonizers justified slavery through the Bible. There was this idea that biblically through the story of Noah's curse, Africans were meant to be slaves. But black slaves also went on to adopt Christianity and make it into a faith for survival and mobilization. What we know as the black church today formed through what happened during slavery and the period after it. Now, slaveholders didn't really want their slaves to be exposed to Christianity. There was a fear that by exposing them to it, they'd see themselves as well equal to the slaveholder since they would share the same faith. So they adjusted their faith's teachings. The version of Christianity that slaveholders spread usually mandated a divinely ordained racial hierarchy. That slavery was God's will for people of African descent. And it's not like the stolen Africans didn't have their own spiritual traditions before they were enslaved in the colonies. I'll let Dr. Judith Weisenfeld of Princeton University explain. Enslaved Africans were not interested in converting to Christianity, for example. Um, Enslaved peoples produced religious community on their own, maintaining connections to African traditional resources, and creating new versions of those. Their own beliefs include a variety of traditional religions in West Africa and Central Africa, but also Islam and Christianity, and they ended up practicing their faith in secret gatherings. But in the 1740s, decades before the United States even existed, a wave of religious enthusiasm among European Protestants spread across the colonies. It's known as the Great Awakening. The Christian revivals, as they were called, focused on renewed individual piety and religious devotion, and they had a more egalitarian message than the one that slaveholders espoused. People felt free to interpret the scripture and the teachings of Christianity for themselves in ways that highlighted their humanity, their equal standing before God, and the notion that God would someday liberate them. And so we begin to see um, a new forms of African-American Christianity emerge that are focused on this experience of being born again and on a more direct access that doesn't require the oversight of white clergy. It's out of this movement that you start to see the emergence of black leaders. A lot of them came out of the Baptist and Methodist denominations because those denominations actually licensed black men to preach. And Weisenfeld says sometimes religion even provided tools for slave revolts. 
One of the most famous examples that comes much later is that of Nat Turner, a religious visionary and preacher who led a rebellion in Virginia in August of 1831. Now, back in the late 1700s, free black people in the North had already begun to develop their own denominations. In many cases, these denominations were in direct response to the racism black Americans experienced in their predominantly white congregations. But it wasn't until after the Civil War and the end of slavery that newly freed black people who were part of the Baptist churches and communities in the South were able to organize more formally. When the National Baptist Convention was founded in 1895, it became the nation's largest African-American denomination with almost 2 million members. So why is all of this important? Well, these new institutions became central spaces for black organizing and public discussion of issues like the abolition of slavery and then later the status of free black people. It gave them a means to mobilize against their oppression. Control of, um, of religious life was always fraught under slavery, but it was sometimes the only arena in which people could exercise authority and control. Black preachers, black ministers, other kinds of black religious leaders have always been central figures in black communities. During the Great Migration, millions of southern black people moved to northern cities in search of better opportunities and to escape the Jim Crow South. It's estimated that between 1916 and 1970, more than 6 million black Americans left their homes in the South and relocated to northern cities. This influx of Southerners not only transformed northern black Protestant churches, but also created interactions that would offer black Americans a range of religious beliefs outside of Christianity. In our interview, Weisenfeld notes that out of the Great Migration came two major revivalist movements that identified Islam as the proper religion of black people, the Moorish Science Temple and the Nation of Islam. While Islam was one of the religions of African slaves, it kind of disappeared as a conscious faith and practice because slaves were forced to practice in secret. And it was through the work of Muslim missionaries, scholars, and activists that versions of Islam began to reemerge in black communities in the early 20th century. Versions that reflected the fight against white supremacy and a search for independence. A lot of those immigrant preachers propagated the idea of universal brotherhood, an idea that appealed to many black Americans. Noble Drew Ali, who is considered the father of the first modern black Muslim movement, established the Moorish Science Temple in the early 1900s. The Moorish Science Temple rejected the idea of tolerating white supremacy through the black church and rejected the idea of black inferiority. The temple didn't reject Christianity, but it did see it as a European religion. Among the temple's central beliefs was the idea that black Americans were descendants of Moroccans and that their original faith was Islam. Ali rejected terms of the day like Negro, colored, and even black, believing that the term more was more accurate. The Moorish Science Temple has thousands of members in the 1920s across northern cities like Detroit and Philadelphia. And it's important to note that it was far from mainstream or orthodox Islam. Even the Quran used by the temple was written by Ali and derived from various sources. While the Moorish Science Temple was taking root, a man named Waz Fard Muhammad established another non-orthodox black Islamic movement in 1930, one that you're probably familiar with, the Nation of Islam. The world sees the problem in America as some gang-banging, dope-selling, crack-using black people. The nation's purpose was, according to Waz Fard Muhammad, to use the faith to uplift black Americans and make them self-reliant. And it was under the leadership of Elijah Muhammad, who assumed leadership in 1934, that the nation grew into a great political force. I represent to you, not a prophet, Yes, sir. But I represent to you God in person. Yes, sir! It created one of the most influential black liberation figures of the 20th century. We don't advocate violence, but 
Uh, our people have, have been the constant victims of brutality on the part of America's racists, and the government has found itself either unwilling or unable to do anything about it. Malcolm X, a minister in the Nation of Islam, propagated a simple message, uplift black Americans' worth in their own eyes and make them independent. And the Nation of Islam was the foundation of his message, especially as it rejected Christianity and how it had been used by white supremacy. Religion, whether Islam or Christianity, was a big deal during the civil rights movement of the 1950s and 60s. Religious spaces like mosques and churches became mobilization centers. Because churches and mosques were community centers and financially independent, they were also places where people were able to learn skills like public speaking, fundraising, and organizing meetings. And it's also why so many of the leaders of the civil rights movement were either ministers or active members in their churches and mosques. There were also efforts by the likes of ministers and theologians like James H. Cohn to create a black liberation theology. In a 2017 talk at the Yale Divinity School, Cohn summarized the core of black theology in this way. Black power! is not only alien to the gospel, it's not alien to the gospel, but rather it is the gospel of Jesus in 20th century America. So we've talked about how religion has been for hundreds of years a central part of black liberation and how black communities have dealt with white supremacy. But what role does religion have to play today in the fight against systematic racism? Well, I asked Daoud Walid, a Muslim activist, if he thought there was a place for religion in activism today, and here's what he had to say. The movement towards black liberation in the United States of America has become less religious. If we look back at the 1950s and 1960s, it was the black church, but also uh, the mosque under the Nation of Islam that were the most potent organizing forces. When we look at what's going on right now, the black church is seen as less of a means or a base for organizing. According to Pew, while black Americans are the most religiously inclined racial and ethnic group in the country, their church attendance has declined. The idea of religion as a central organizing force has also shifted. In fact, black Americans under 30 are three times more likely to be religiously unaffiliated than black Americans over 50. And some of this may have to do with tensions that may seem to exist between religious institutions and activism, especially on social positions on issues like LGBTQIA rights, women's representation, and reproductive rights. And we can look at Black Lives Matter movement, uh, for instance, which is a very left-orientated a much more secular uh, organization or movement. And in fact, there are many within the religious community that actually are proponents of Black Lives Matter as a slogan, but don't agree with the tactics of the actual uh, Black Lives Matter movement in the 501c3 nonprofit organization. And even though there may be some tension, some religious groups are still involved in progressive social activism. Take, for example, Reverend William Barber's Moral Mondays movement. Moral Mondays is a campaign started in 2013 where church congregants have been leading protests every Monday in several state legislatures against policies negatively impacting everything from voting rights to the climate. And even if the future of religious institutions and black activist movements is uncertain, Walid is quick to point out what he sees as the central role religion has played throughout black American history. It is this religiosity and this connection to the church and to the mosque that I believe has granted us the spiritual strength and spiritual power to continue uh, existing and struggling in these United States of America. Hey guys, thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And look who's here with me.
right now. Let me stop that one right there. That that clip, you can just, uh, check that out on YouTube at um, Have Christian Islam Help Black Blacks in America Survive. One more time, that clip is Have Christian and Islam Help Blacks in America to Survive. Yeah. And, and I'm going to get these phone lines right fast. And I just want to touch on something like even on tomorrow, right? <clears throat> like I tell you all about how the crime rate and the shootings, uh, especially the shootings, man, been off the Richter scale here in the city of Memphis. Um, last year, they set a homicide rate and shit. They headed towards that way again this particular year. They already headed in that way to set another record or maybe catch up with that record. Um, and but as of late, it's so many children have been shot. Last year was, uh, I think, about 20-some children or something. Um, this year alone, I don't know the exact number, but the, the shit, man, every week that the child seemed to be getting shot or stabbed in this city. A child was just in the car with the mother and somebody was shooting at the mother or something trying to shoot, shot the child and killed the child. So on tomorrow, again, I like um, but last year they had a a unity or cry or walk, and they drive the mayors, the police chiefs, and and the brother here with an organization that I usually uh, get with and work with uh, called Freedom from Freedom from Unnecessary Negative. Um, a lot of church church pastors and clergy were here in this city tomorrow will be getting together, have gotten together, I have to say, and like, hey, man, like they've been saying, enough is a goddamn enough. They didn't say it like that, y'all. I just put that in there. But they did say enough is enough. Something has to be done. So these churches, again, are organizing. They're coming together on tomorrow. I know they're having a unity rally tomorrow. They had one uh, about two weeks ago, and they're having one tomorrow uh, again here in this city. So the churches are now doing what they're supposed to do, step up. They're organizing like they used to do back in the days as we talked about. When any Listen, the church, the mosque, or whatever, these were the center points, the focal points of the black. They were the heart of the black community. Anything went down in the community, the pastors and whatever, and I'm mostly going to say the church because, you know, that's mostly what we have in our community churches. They were very instrumental in organizing anything that went down in there. If y'all had to have a goddamn neighborhood watch meeting, you meet at the church. The pastor would, would, would they would get together with the pastor. They have, and most of the pa- pastors will uh, be the what you call them the moderator or the mediator of any of the thing that happened. Now we don't really see that no more but these the church was the focal point it's just not for going for so-called religious services anything that went down food drive closing drive a lot of things that was the churches and these religious centers as we like to call it were instrumental in our communities it was and even like again when you talk about our freedom fight our freedom walk here in america for our rights it always have been. You look at it, like going through the civil rights movement, look at it. Who were the head? Who were the the, the, the people that was uh, heading this thing, fighting, speaking out, when organizing? Most of y'all look at the civil rights movement. I mean, what were they? Pastors, reverends, ministers, right? 
And I know people like to say, fuck that. I mean, excuse me, y'all. Forget that old civil rights shit. This shit wasn't sold us out. Well, it, it, some things got compromised in the same time. I ain't going to lie. Some things got compromised. And some things worked out, you know, because like, this is right. Your enemy always going to want something in return. Y'all know that shit. He's going to have to benefit somewhere. Y'all know he going to benefit. If he give you some, he going to ask for something in return. Y'all know that. He going to ask for, at least he going to ask for his allegiance. Y'all, I mean, he going to ask for y'all allegiance. Look at here. I tell y'all what. I work on y'all path, but listen here. We want y'all allegiance to us. It's like. Going back, I'm going to throw some voting politics in here. It's like, you know, black people used to so-called vote for the Democratic Party, I mean, Republican Party at one time, you know, and there's some other stuff like a mighty cane. I don't know. This ain't really what happened, y'all. I'm just kind of giving my own that thing here. Listen, we, can, we can make sure you we get y'all something. We can get y'all black folks something. Y'all want to eat. Come in. Y'all got to go in the back door no more. Take this out. You ain't got to go in the back door. You ain't got to sit in separate. Take this out. We can get all that. We can squash all that. But this is what y'all going to have to do. Y'all going to have to show y'all allegiance to the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make sure y'all get, you can drink out the same water fountain. You can, you know what I'm saying, you can piss in the same stall. We piss in all that stuff. Y'all, we, 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 we can get it done now. But here's what you're going to have to do there. I'm telling you, you're going to have to be have your allegiance to us. I'm t- you're going to have to vote for us every time, every walk. No, we can't vote for Republicans no more. We gonna, Y'all get it? Y'all, y'all cool with that? Damn, you know what? Yeah, yeah, man. Long, hey, long we ain't got to go in the back door no more. Long we ain't got to sit in, you know what I'm saying, separate, separate, you know, seats and all that. Oh, we can piss out in the same urinal you got? Oh, shit. We can drink out the same water fountain? Hey, you got a deal. Let's shake on it. No, we, even, we, don't, we don't do all this shaking. I won't touch your nigga hand. I won't touch your black ass hand. Uh, just, 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 just vote D when you go vote. I ain't saying that happened, y'all, but I'm just saying, you know, they're going to get some out the deal, y'all. <laughs> They're going to get some out of the deal. So it may seem like we're progressing, but somewhere there was a compromise in there somewhere. But to go back again, that um, it just seemed to be, and I was just looking at some stuff on to, in today's society and how our people seem to be. When they, when they said that, uh, mama them, I said mama them, y'all, mama them. You know, they were very, grandmama and all of them were, and I know I could just only speak on my behalf of my family. My grandmother, I know she was a Christian, diehard, I'm going to say diehard Christian, believed in Jesus. And, but my mother, grandmother, man, and besides just believing in Jesus, she instilled in the family morals, just gave us morals, the do's, the don'ts, the value of life. And just a lot of things from just just maybe her beliefs, just belief. And, you know, it wasn't like the whole point to scare you is the fine brimstone thing. But it's just like you shouldn't treat other people like this. You know, they might say God don't like ugly. Y'all remember y'all heard the old folks say that God don't like ugly. You don't, you shouldn't treat people like that. You shouldn't do. And there's certain things that from their uh, religious conviction that how they treated one another because of how they believed and maybe they believed that they were going to heaven by them treating people nice and kind and the feeding the homeless that was their way to get into heaven well hell if it if, listen here <laughs> i ain't gonna i ain't gonna knock them because as long as they treated somebody seen a brother or sister hungry out there they seen somebody in need 
And they said, well, I got to do this here, man, and make sure I do this because I, I got to go to hell. I ain't trying to go to hell. So they treated people kindly because they felt that that was the best thing. That's what God wanted them to do so they can be able to see God and, and, and meet him and be in heaven with God. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people, man, did some righteous things because of their beliefs, this religious conviction. But we see a lot of things today, and I just I do. I'm just making this personal. I see a lot of things today, and I look at things out of like, where do we go wrong? Why are we doing, and I'm not, not talking about y'all in generalizing, but why is our community in such shambles like it is today? You know, it, it, you, get, you always look at a cause and effect. And we know one thing they talk about with this New World Order, they talk about getting rid of, getting rid of religion. And I, like I told y'all, I know, I know a lot of y'all say, man, yeah, get rid of it, man. That shit messing us up anyway. That's not why we can't get night, man, on, on religion, on the basis of religion. But I have to ask this question. Why is it that people who are not religious, right, you don't believe in the supreme being, you don't believe in this religious thing, right? Okay. Why hadn't y'all? Why haven't y'all gotten together? Y'all have why haven't y'all galvanized and gotten together, started something and to uh make things happen? Since it's it religion ain't is not the binding for just stopping y'all from, from uniting, right? That ain't just so why hadn't y'all got together and and came together and started a unified front on something? Huh? Since religion since religion is the problem, I you know I, I'm an Israelite and he's a Muslim and he's a this, he's a that, and we can't unite because our, our different beliefs and and our different traditions and the Bible and the Quran and this book and that book and this script, we can't unite. We're gonna bump heads somewhere on, on, on because of faith. But y'all who don't have that problem, why in the hell we don't see y'all out here galvanizing and doing shit on a on a scale? Out here in the community, and I, that's, that's that's my this question. That's that's my question. That is it. I mean, where's the organization, the Black Atheist? Maybe I don't want to call y'all civilians, but I'm just gonna use that. The Black Atheist Unified Organization. Our job is here. We're uniting. Uh, we're we're getting out here, stopping the violence in the Black community. We're doing this. We're doing that. Where's that organization at? Then I mean, since it's religious folks can't do it. But it seems to be when all of this shit is happening, like I'm saying, man, the shooting and the killing, it always I got to see goddamn preachers that a lot of us talk about. The black church is messing our goddamn community. They doing this. They, but it seems to be they're galvanizing. They are the ones who are trying to fight. When I went out to the last meeting, they was they got to praying and, and in Jesus' name and this that, and another. And I, you know, and I could have been like, man, oh shit, here they go with this Jesus shit. But I didn't, because I went there for just to knock them. It was listen, man, that that that's the that was the farthest thing in my mind. It was about the babies getting killed in this city. Why they want to stand up and try to do something. Everybody else is just looking at this shit like it ain't it ain't no problem. I see my brothers and sisters who don't give a damn about church. They don't give a goddamn about God. You try to talk to them about this stuff that's happening in the community, man. They don't want to hear none of that shit. Pass me my goddamn blunt dog. Pass me my my, my goddamn gin and juice or whatever the hell. That, my, my, pass me that cognac. Pass me my crown royal doc. I don't want to hear that shit, bro. Put on put on some rap music, man. Put some look, bro. I don't want to hear all that that shit, bro. It ain't affecting me. 
It ain't listen here, bro. That, hey, it is what it is. That's just how they get down, bro. What we gonna we we can't do nothing about it. But the religious community can say, hey, bro, the elders ain't safe. They had an eighty-some-year-old lady came here, a seventy-some-year-old lady, my bad. They was here in the city of Memphis. They don't respect the elders no more. That's something man, that I remember. Make sure our parents instilled in us respecting your elders. Young cats around here, those about a month ago, robbed a seventy-some-year-old lady, call her a bitch and everything. See, there's no value. There's just no morals. And I know people say, well, we don't need that. We don't need no book to teach us this, man. This stuff is ingrained in us, man. This stuff is naturally in us. Well, I say, if it's naturally in you, why you ain't naturally doing it then? That's what we say. We don't need no book to try to teach us morals. It's in us already. Well, I say it again. If it's naturally in you, you should naturally be doing it then. Why in the hell you ain't naturally doing it? If it's naturally in you, we don't need a book to tell you to love your neighbor which means your brothers and sisters. Why the fuck you ain't doing it then? Huh? If it, it's all of these type of things that we say we don't need it in the book, listen here, man. These things, a lot of these things that you may see in the Bible and places like that, it were an oral tradition. But somebody just took the time to say, well, look, let's write this down. A lot of tradition have been lost today because somebody didn't write it down. The elders of the community, like in our community right now, mother, you got an elder in your, your, your uh, in your uh, uh, your respected family had the had the traditions of your family had things wisdom, and they they died because we didn't. Somebody the young folks in they in the family didn't want to sit down with that elder and get this information, so that information died with them. So now we take people they they write these things down. Now it's in a book form, and I we don't need no goddamn book. But why you? Why are things uh, messed up the way it is then? If it's so ingrained in you naturally then. That's what I, that's, I got plenty of questions to ask when people tell me shit like this. Hmm? I got plenty of questions to ask. That's all I want to know. Let me get some of these phone lines up, y'all. Boy, I sound like I'm preaching in here. But, hey, man, I just want to know, man, what, what is it? Have, have black folks be giving up as a so-called African? I think like the, the, like the brothers and sisters said, man, when they came up with the, the, the organization of the tried to come up with a nation called the New Republic of Africa, and they said that we are new Africans. I truly do believe that. I truly do believe that we are new Africans because when you look at Africa in ancient times or whatever times, Africa, look at that goddamn continent over there. I mean, it's in a goddamn, but you look at it, they are, uh, they was a, a, a spiritual people still are today. You look at the different spiritual systems in Africa. They weren't no goddamn atheists. Find me an atheist nation in Africa. I, I, I'm, I'm still, I've been trying to find that, y'all. Find me an atheist. Now, I know there was different spiritual systems in, in Africa. There were different spiritual systems in Africa. You know, they got a lot of them. But I ain't found one yet that I've seen, that I've seen. Now, maybe some out there now, maybe they ain't in writing. You know, because like I said, everything, it ain't in writing. Show me what they didn't believe in a, in, in a higher concept or supreme being or somebody y'all said was male, female, you know, whatever, androgynous, whatever the hell it was. Find me that when an African, well, we said African, didn't believe in a spiritual concept. Huh? They didn't call on something to help them when they plant the seed for their crops. They didn't call on something to... to, to um, this power to make sure their crops grow, protect their seeds and grow. To give me, come on, y'all. Let me get, let me get out of here. Let me get this. Let me get this. 
Okay, I got, we got, I got a 602. Did I just, I got your mic over. I got 602. Been holding for a minute there. Uh, sorry about that. Yep, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yes, good evening, brother. How you doing? All right, how you doing? So well, uh, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Yes, sir. Uh, you got a name or title you'd like to go by? You, so you probably. Yeah. I just wanted to say, first off, like, you made a lot of great points, and I was just enjoying the show so far. And yes, if I could just add a perspective, first, I, um, up until the two, I was basically myself. And I was one of those young black people that had that sort of, like, we don't need God, we don't need religion, pro-black sort of mindset that a lot of young people got now. And um, I had a spiritual encounter in my life at that, at that age, and I became a Christian. And when that happened, I had a totally different view of the world. And when I look back, I realized that way of thinking that I had, part of it was indoctrination that I got from school. From secular, progressive thinking that basically teaches you to view yourself as a victim, reject personal responsibility, especially when you're black, uh, to always have an excuse and a justification as to why you're not doing what you need to be doing in your life. And that's what you see today on a massive scale. You got an entire young generation of young black people today that have been raised in that way of thinking where there's no God, there's no ultimate accountability, so it doesn't really matter what you do, whether right or wrong. At the end of the day, whatever makes you feel good, do it. That's all that counts. And that it's not your fault ultimately, it's somebody else's fault i.e. the country, i.e. systematic racism or whatever. But then when you, you know, when you go back and you learn what people used to think, how the black culture mindset was back, you know, in the 1800s, 1900s, under way more oppressive times, the mindset is, yes, we're dealing with this oppression, we got these obstacles, but that doesn't excuse us from treating each other and living to a certain moral standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look back in the day when things were way worse than they are now, the crime rate was way lower. Yes, sir. The families were, were, were together. Men and women got married. They had a family. They had children. The family unit was intact. And while there was Jim Crow and slavery and all manner of oppression that was way worse than anything we're dealing with today, the people did not they never use that as a justification as to why you, as especially as a man, would reject personal responsibility and your responsibility to your community as a whole. You know what I'm saying? That That's where we're at today. And so the reality is these young people are being indoctrinated. They didn't come to that conclusion on their own. They've been brainwashed through the education and the media in this country, which has taught them to be hostile to, towards religion, to view the government as as the God. That's the new God is the government. And that the answer to all their problems is not personal responsibility. It's not working hard. It's not being disciplined. It's not putting others first. No, no, it's, Blame somebody and wait for a handout. And that's why you got the predicament we're in right now. And that, unfortunately, without God's intervention in someone's life, there's no amount of information you can give someone to break that because that's a spiritual mindset. That's what happened to me. I got a hold of me and broke that mindset in me and gave me a whole different perspective on the world and showed me the error in my thinking and the error in my ways. And so I just think that's something to think about. Brother, right way, I gotta do something for you. Well, I gotta do this here. This. Yeah. 
got to give you the book to see them lines, man. And my brother, uh, Alpha Bell, he's online. He said that that young brother is on point. That young man, he's a young man is on point. So, man, hey, yeah, I, I can't add nothing to that, brother. Hey, you you on point, and that's what it is. You know, personal responsibility, man. And like that's what I looked at, man. It's just like. I always looked at, you know, when I was growing up in the 70s, I'm a 70s baby. So I just looked at all this stuff, and I, like I said, looked at how my grandmother and my uncles and all of these things. And like I said, it's so many things we were going to church and so many things they learned and instilled in us. Some things we wouldn't do. Like I said, you wouldn't, you know, basically like curse around your elders and just sort of like, right now, I won't do that. It's a lot, a lot of things that we was given, man. It's like now it's like, what's what's happening? And like you said, especially the morals. And you just you can go especially with this this internet thing now you know we see sisters naked all over the internet Instagram whatever else that that's the social media things like come on brothers and sisters come on for real and you would talk like things in the Bible like sisters to uh, how to cover themselves up you know and, and well I think that was intimidating I got to get my scriptures out but you you would talk these things man. You were taught these things. So this is how to cover yourself up. And like you like say, going back to some of the uh, like you said, like the brother of the nation of Islam. Sisters were taught in like MGT classes how to cook, clean, take care of themselves. Like I said, be dignified. Brothers taught how to be dignified at all times. Now brothers got their pants hanging all off their tail and stuff like that. Come on, brothers. See, we learn even in these institutions, like they said, you just didn't learn about so much like Man, God said, do this, God. You're taught a lot of different things in that discipline. And we discipline right now today is something we do not really see in our community, discipline. Like FOI, you have brothers in the nation of Islam. They have FOI classes. Brothers don't want to be disciplined. Oh, no, they will will not take that. They don't want to take those type of classes. And especially listening to somebody else and getting commands by somebody else. Brother, Brother, tighten your shirt up, brother. Tuck your shirt in, brother. You know, do this, brother. Cut your fingernails, brother. And you got to, you know, they, they check all that. Get your pen and paper, brother. Go to classes. Learn this. Do this. We don't, those type of things, they, we don't want no more. Like his brother, you know, but my brother makes an excellent point. Justice, your mic is open. You come on in when you're ready there, brother Justice. So I appreciate your brother, man, dropping in wisdom. But that's exactly what's wrong. And I've been there too, brother. I've got to the point my my family was Christian. And raised up as Christian, I started practicing Islam. Then I left from there, man. I like, man, I don't want to hear nothing about no God. I like said, there's some shows on here, man. I had did a show. Why do God play favoritism, man? I was talking all kind of reckless, crazy stuff. And to some things just started coming to me. It's like, hey, man, bro, hey, you, you better tighten up, Jack. <laughs> so, you know, you can't, sometimes you got experience. Like I said, they said, man, your walk with Mokai or Paul, whatever you call it. It's a personal thing. So certain people go through the same thing. Some people, man, don't right. don't change till it's it's almost death. I remember they talk about what's this dude named uh, Anton Lavey, and so he was supposed to be a Satan. They stay on his deathbed. Like, oh wait a minute. Oh, I do believe in God. Now it's time to die. Well, I I believe in God now. I believe in a higher power. So, but go ahead, just go ahead. And even God's character, like you talked about how you were questioning about God playing favorites, but the reality is if you look at the actual world, you realize that this is not a world of good people and a God that's somehow being mean to good people. It's the total opposite. This is a world full of evil and corrupt people that God is being merciful towards and blessing them and helping them despite how corrupt they are. 
and have their lack of gratitude. You know what I'm saying? Like, before I was, I, when I was an atheist, I had a totally warped way of even viewing the world and viewing people. And that's what you see today. Like, people now, they'll reject religion or reject God, and they have this concept that, like, they'll say, well, if God is real, how come you let this and this happen? Or how come you let this person pass away? Or this person do this to me? And I always, I always ask them a simple question. What do you deserve from God? Why, does it, why is God obligated to do anything good for you? And who are you to God? And when they think about it, they realize that, then, first of all, none of us are worthy of God's goodness because we've all done things wrong. When you have that realization, you look at yourself not as some innocent victim that God is somehow refusing to help, but you're actually a guilty criminal that he's treating in a way that you, don't, you and I don't deserve. Like the fact that you're alive, the fact that you eat every day, that you got clothes on your body, that you got two feet that can walk, that you got eyes that can see, ears that can hear. And and it's a mindset that is in this country that is like an epidemic. You got people walking around in America right now. Please think about this. This is my last point, brother. Think about how many people walk around America today in 2021 and talk as if they live in an oppressed land. In America, where the land of milk and honey, where you got poor people walking around at three and even 400, 500 pounds that are, in, that are quote, unquote, in poverty. Mm. What other country in the history of mankind have the poor of the land been so fat? There's never been anywhere else where you go, brother. If you're overweight, that's viewed as a status symbol. That means you got the money to be able to eat enough to be able to put on that side. And I hear brothers say all the time, oh, it's not because of that. It's because the food is unhealthy. My God, it, I don't care if you're eating McDonald's every day. If all you're eating is 79-cent burgers, and that's it, and that's all you're eating every day, despite how unhealthy the food is, you will not get overweight because of that, because your calorie intake is low. And so it doesn't matter how poor the quality of food you're eating. If your calorie intake is high, you're going to get fat, period. That's the end of the story. Everywhere else in the world, you think they're eating clean, quote-unquote, non-GMO organic food? No, man. They just don't have that much food to eat. That's why people around the world are usually skinny. But in this country, we have some of the most privileged people on this planet. And this year, mankind, that got more freedom, more economic opportunity, more abundance of food like in, like un, that's unheard of in human history. But yet they speak as though they're the most oppressed, uh, impoverished, people on the planet and it's like you're not even close you're actually the most privileged people it's just that you become the weakest people in the history of, this, of the world because no human every human generation but prior to us the struggle of day-to-day life was so hard the childhood mortality rate was so high people used to have five six seven children dead before the age of five and that was common and people had to walk around and live with that Anyone who's had a child, just think about that for a minute. If you had, let alone one, if you had four or five of your children die while they're small and young, what that would do to your mentality. Then throw in the fact how hard it was just to get by every day, how hard it was to get food, how, how the real oppression that existed just 100 years ago in this country. And the shame of this modern generation, these fat, good-for-nothing, lazy people, man, that don't, des- don't even deserve to live in this country right now, that have the audacity to complain like they got it bad, and then turn around and blame God 
any of their prior ancestors throughout their entire family line, that they got to live in a country where you had the freedom to do what you want, say what you want, you can make any amount of money, you've got more economic opportunity than people could ever dream of. Man, this is, this is a wicked generation we live in, brother. I'm telling you, there is no, I don't want to hear anyone talk about, oh, we can turn around. They don't deserve it. This country will collapse, mark my words. That's coming. Anyone who knows economics, you can see what's happening. And when this country collapses, it will be due justice for this country because this generation deserves for it to collapse so that they can realize what the real world is like and how cheap human life really is. Sorry about that. I doubt oh, yeah. it from the heart. That's all right. Peace and love. Brother Justice checking in on Culture yes, and Radio. Hey, brother, I got one comment right fast. Brother Alpha Male said, uh, going into what the brother was saying, he said, poor people with iPhones, uh, iPhone 12S. Right, poor people with those. They cost a lot of money. Yes, sir. Peace and love there, brother Sunray, Captain the Captain, brother Sunray 9. We are definitely living in a sick world indeed. I like that song you played again by Dietrich Hanks. Had, yeah, I, yeah, I like that one. And he's right on point and things he's saying in that song. Right on time. You know, I'm saying they should put that on the radio, let people start opening up their minds. <clears throat> All right, so the question is, have black people given up on religion? Or and I said relig- or and spiritual like some people like say I'm not religious I'm spiritual so I just throw mm-hmm. both. Yeah. And, um, you know you put out some statistics about people who walked away from religion and from like uh, back in the early 1900s it was just in their religion at about 73 percent you said and then around 2010. It got down to 61%, and then 10 years later in 2020, it's about 47% down. So it's down to 47%. And that's right on point, uh, according to how I've been living in the world and noticing how when I was younger, you know, when we was little, uh, when our parents would, take us to church and it was like not everybody went to church but a lot of people went to church so the children and everything go to church and it would be like different churches you might go to your cousin's church or your your aunt's church next week or they might come to your church it'd be like that so in today's world that's what's missing which is something that will ground you which will be something that you you give honor to the most high first so the idea of going to church is to pay honor to the creator and so that would ground you in morality and respect and the values of uh treating people with kindness and this and, you know, these type things. All right, so as I move forward, because I'm going to get to something that's going to 
be real epiphany. But you had mentioned where black women had left the church and picked up witchcraft. Now, I was dealing with a sister who never went to church growing up and was not an admitted witch, but I peeped her game and realized what I was dealing with. (laughs) She was a witch because she only was, was a negative being, just backwards as, you know, two left shoes. So I realized what was going on with that. And then everything that she would say never made any sense. It never had logic. It was always something that was backwards, and she believed all of the stuff that was just as opposite as night and day. She would believe it and wholeheartedly, even if you would prove her wrong and prove and, and show and prove the correctness, she would not accept it. So that's witchcraft, and that's part of the satanic order, which is to can't accept any truth. And definitely can't deal with the truth. She could not deal with the truth. All right, so, you know, to a few things, but there's something here I wanted to get to because of what the brother was saying. Say, brother, what state are you from or what state are you calling in from tonight? The brother that called in is still on the line. Is he on the line somewhere? Yeah, brother's still on my bed. I had my mic muted. I'm trying to do something in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's still on. But what, what state is he from? Probably got his mic muted. Uh, hell, I, I don't know that, brother. I don't know these different zip codes. I don't want to... <laughs> uh, okay, I'm trying to pick up on his... Uh, maybe he on might... On his cadence, the way he yeah. speaks. I'm just trying to pick up on him, you know, see where he might be from. I can't really pick up anything specifically just from my overall you know just listening to him speak I'm trying to see where he might be from alright so no, I'm from Minnesota or Minneapolis to be specific okay there's a lot going on up that way a lot going on thing going on too yeah you know I've seen it first hand man an entire generation just lost people that are fighting for stuff they don't even know what they're fighting for. All right, so like, let me ask you this: in the in the year 2020, how many how many unarmed black men were killed or black people were killed by police? You know what the number is? Uh, uh, not not necessarily. Oh, say it again. So you, want to, you want you want to tell us the number? I just want you to, like, you tell me, like, what do you think it is? Based on your perspective. No, I don't want to think. Yeah. Just tell us what the number is. What was this? What's the it's percentage 18. of people were killed by the, uh, un, that were unarmed by law enforcement? I'm talking about the, the number. I'm talking about the number of black people, unarmed black people. Okay. Killed by and what, what period of time are you talking? Like, what years? The year 2020. So just last year? Yeah, last year. Uh, well, I think it was uh, under 200. Yeah. 
Oh, you got killed by police? Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about unarmed black people killed by police. <clears throat> I think it was something like 183, but I, I'm not sure. No, that's 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 killed in general. That's involving those who have weapons. I'm talking about specifically just unarmed. <clears throat> just unarmed. And that category is only 18. Okay. And what, what that what that what that shows, and this is why the reason I brought that up is. You talk to most young black people today, that's the big cause that they talk about a ton, police brutality, and they bring it up over and over again. And like in our city, but we're that, dealing with it a lot. But, see, but the point see, I'm bringing it up is is that the way they milit- like they go militantly crazy over that, right, to the point where they'll burn half a city down and destroy their own community. And yet, all right, so. on the list of issues for the black community, how far down that is, is drastic. If you talk about the actual violent crime in, in black communities, the amount of aggravated assault, aggravated robbery, carjackings, prostitution and pimping going on, the sex trafficking going on. If you talk about the the lack of, you know, fathers in the homes and all the things, the stuff that really matters, that actually is substantive, that actually affects not only now but the future generation, they won't do a single thing about it. They won't even talk about it. To even mention it, you'll get called all kinds of names. Just to mention that, even though those are the real problems. But the thing that affects 18 black people a year that is so minuscule when you really look at it on the grand scheme of things is exaggerated to the umph degree. Why? Because they have to be victims. They have to be justified in their personal lack of responsibility. That's all they want. Anything who that they? points at who is, black who are, who is they? Who, who, wait, I'm wait, talking wait. about the, the young black generation of today. The right, young black people right, that are so, under the hold, age of Hold on, class. okay. Hold, just, all right, take a chill pill, bro. All right. Put you, hold on. Now, what's, what, what you're dealing with here is in today's world is that everybody is mind-controlled, and that's what's going on. And those who didn't come into this world before a specific date, then you ended up being all the way duped into thinking what they want you to think, thinking how they want you to think, and doing the things that that they want you to do. So it's like the people who've been born into this world in the last 20 to 25 years have never, ever understood any days of any kind of peace. They weren't born in a world of peace and love like some of us were. This 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 was something that we had to manifest for it to for it to for it to work. And right, the but enemy as, of as, our as people. Human beings have to have a certain level of critical thinking at some point. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be right. thinking purely emotional based all the time, especially as men. I mean, psychologically, men. We're, we're, we're hardwired to think more logically, critical think, and problem solve. That's because genetically, that's what we've had to do since the dawn of mankind. Women right, but look. Are, pro, are, are genetically disposed to thinking more emotion-based. And, what, and to your point, you want to mention the indoctrination, which we mentioned earlier, the, the new generation now, men have been brainwashed or indoctrinated to think and act like a woman because it's natural for it's a woman. all kinds to of mind control going on. It's all kinds but it's a of mind control going on. A man is but, not but supposed see, you to keep saying victimhood. That's not that's not overall 
what people think. You come from a yeah, place where there's a small cause you, you come from a place where there's a small segment of the black population. There's not a large black population in your state. Well, so, well, just you know, I travel come, around the country. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not limited to Minneapolis. Right, but that's where you come I'm, up with I'm, these things about victimhood and all this stuff. No, no, I, brother. I've, I've been. I've been all over the U.S. Man, I've been all the major cities. This okay, is, I'm talking about the fine. general mindset of young people right, all but around. Everybody the don't think every, like that. Every everybody don't feel like America. that because people living in real, real situations. Hey, real just, life brother, situations. What I'm, saying, what I'm saying is exactly the same thing going on in Chicago, in St. Yeah. Louis. In Dallas, in Memphis, in New York, in Baltimore, I go down the list. Any yeah, and predominantly just, black neighborhoods in, in major urban centers are dealing with a whole group of young people that have been taught in this public education system to become yeah. either political activists or professional victims that view the entire life under the lens of – I'll give you an example. You know how many young people today, if you ask them about systematic racism, they could give you a Ph.D. discourse on that. Can't. Yes, they no, can. They can't. No, all they cannot. All these young dudes can talk about. They talk about white supremacy. Not all of them. Maybe a, a few. Racism. Only They'll a bring few. up racism all the time. Not everybody. There's so many people oh who God. love so white they, people. That, that is their default that position. They won't even. They Whenever defend them more than they are trying to challenge them. Hey, just it, and kind of like to, to to what the brother was asking about the police thing. Now I know here in the city of Memphis, just just this this year alone. I think maybe that is the police shooting here in this city is real low shooting somebody as far as somebody unarmed, whatever, especially talking about black. I think maybe this year alone, there's maybe two shootings. And one guy had a, 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 a replica gun just about a week ago. He shot him. And just, just what last week they looked for some guy. Well, I think they still looking for one guy. They shot a, well, there've been two shootings. They shot at police. But just in this city alone, like I said, notice I said last year they had record high homicides. Now, mostly, mostly all of them been black on black crime, killing each other. And just this right. year, we already going for a record number already, but it's only probably been about two shootings. But the thing is, since they had a two shootings. The black community is in an uproar about two police killing each other. And right now, you probably damn near 100, 100 killings where black people don't shoot each other. And these, like I said, and these babies are getting shot down in these streets now. And so, right. but it won't be no outcry with that. But when let a white police yeah. shoot somebody, all oh God, the here go all pandemonium. Like you said, we got to tear the city down. We're going to burn it up. But as long as we do it to each other, it's like, man, hey, bro, hey, that's what happened in the hood. Nobody says nothing. It's because, like, it just happened all the time. Politically. Because that's the thing about it. Politically, if you look at, because this is coming from the Democrats, by the way. But they're the one driving if you look at it. The Democrats, no. They don't have any tangible thing they can show the black community that they've done for them, right? They don't have anything real, like real policies, real agenda items, any any real tangible thing that they can point it's to. It's the mind control, this. fellas. They don't have nothing but, to do with but the nobody, politics. But listen, listen it's to this. what you watch so what, on the movie. The only thing they have left is, Bro. but all they got left is the emotion. So the, it's the, the movies, Democrats, man. The media, it's the music, man. It's all of those I things. You don't got nothing to do with I politics they, at all. I'm it's kind of a mindset, man. The brother's point. The brother brought up the fact that in Memphis, how there's all this uproar over the police shootings, but there's not a peep over all these young black kids. There's plenty of uproar over the over the black on black crime here. No, it's not. Bro. No, there is not. not. That's here. There's plenty of uproar. 
no, for no, you to say that, come on now. Where where are you? If from? we got if we got damn near two hundred fucking murders already, what you mean ain't no up, up outcry? All these young kids yeah. killing oh, each other. Are you saying that all the these young kids same, killing each other? It's the same as it it's is a, when, it's a, when a outcry, police officer shoots a black person. They just had the a they just had a rally today. These these elders was out there on the corner with nah, about brother, fifteen I'm, or twenty brother, of them with their pictures of their children that been killed out here this year. I'm not trying to debate you. We're talking about keeping it real. Are you telling me that the outcry across this country and on all these black neighborhoods is the same for the young black kids getting killed in these streets? Of as course it is. It when is. A police officer of course it shoots, is. Of course you, it is. You are you straight up lying. No, for you I'm to not. Say that either. either you don't know or you're lying. You, you don't live in the hood, so you live in some white suburban you community. Heard. You don't understand, man. We really you're care out here about know. our children. It's okay, just a so, fucked up so mindset host, everybody got right the now. Host of the show, That's what I'm telling you, the what? mind control. So, so, I'm not, I don't okay, want to so, try to overtalk you, and I don't want you to try to overtalk me. And, and, and You're just supposed to give me my time and let me speak, and then you speak. You just heard what went down in Memphis. He just said what happened in Memphis, how there was yes, more of a reaction over the two police shootings than all the other killings that are happening. He just said that. And now right. you're and saying now these brothers go, are actually go. going out and see and just here's the point what's happening now. And I understand we can say, man, we you know, it, it always been a you know a this bad so between the police and the black community. Yeah, but now these brothers are actually victim. going right out. Bro, don't don't say yeah. nothing about me. Don't don't talk bad about me. And see, justice, what's happening now, brother? Because like what's what's going on now? And here's what they've been doing. Here's what's going to happen. Like right now, like I said, by them, like they seen Black Lives Matter and everybody talk about the police, what's going on with the police. Now, that's why you had last week when the police here in the city of Memphis, when the police went out to serve some warrants. Now they've had incidents. These guys are actually shooting back at the police. Now, now these black people now shooting back at the police because they come in to serve warrants and other stuff. Now, how about this? Now, you think about it now. They're going to be on edge now. They sure enough are going to be on edge. Now, you really imagine how many black people are going to start getting shot down because these young people are like, man, they're killing us anyway. So it's really going to in height probably the situations that's going on. And then, again, we got to look at it. Where everywhere you see in this so-called black-on-black crime and all of these situations that's happening, where the crime rate is out, out the Richter scale, the poverty, we talk about the poverty that's happening. Actually, what political... And I always said it. What's the political demographic of these cities? Memphis Democrat. I'm gonna lay it down like that. It's Democratic ran. You look at it. Huh? Detroit, Philadelphia. Right. Uh huh. Philadelphia. Democratic every, every, every big city in America. Look it's the mindset. It don't matter what Pol- party. They, they, Pol- it's the Pol- fucked up mindset people have right now it. that we didn't have in the '70s. Politics in the has 60s, a lot to go with it. Tell you where it's coming from. It ain't no politics. It don't got nothing to do with it. 
It's so that it's the music. It's the it's the music in the movie. The mu- okay. All you see is are, death and the, murder and the, killing. Who are the producers and the, and the Hollywood company? Hollywood. You know who? You know who? Now what? Now now follow it up. What political ideology runs Hollywood? Uh-oh. Forget the politics. I just told you. It, 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 this is an evil thing. This Come on, brother. Brother, we're just we're just high, we're using critical thinking it? here. This is called logic. No, it's called it, making a logical conclusion. It's really it's simple. Called, um, you just acknowledge you, you you're saying the same thing. You're saying they're being influenced by the music, which is coming from you said from Hollywood. And what political ideology runs Hollywood? The Democrat Party. It the does liberal not. Ideology will run it Hollywood. does not. And then you need to stop. You oh my God! Take the politics brother, out on, of man. it. You can't come on. You're making ignorant statements. Take the politics come on, out now. of it. Who is Kelly. making everybody? The, everything no, who, is connected. Who's making everybody that, right? go towards being homosexuals and all of that? Who's doing that? No. That's not oh, no oh. um anybody in in politics. That's Hollywood. Oh, That's oh, the Jews. Oh, oh, the Jewish oh, oh, oh. people who run the, the, the magazines and movies and media and everything. The whole transgender thing. They the doing LGBT that. Stuff. Yeah, bro, all the of that. The Democrats are trying to teach homosexuality and transgenderism to children in school. Yep. They have an entire program they put together. Bro, they not. That's I, just brother, y'all. You y'all have, too caught up on that bullshit. Do you have children? Politics. Do you have children? Let's we really attack. We can't. We can't change that part. The part of it. What we need to do is focus brother, on something you, we can change. You're sounding, you're sounding extremely ignorant, man. I'm just keeping it real now. Come on, man. And Justin, okay. come on, bro. You know better, you, you, Justin. You don't come know on, what bro. you're talking about. I'm just sorry. Your heart's in the right place. I understand you got love for your people. You want to do well, Bruh. but you, come on. How do you not know what we're talking about? This is pretty. This is pretty much. No, because now. it's nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with politics. Politics has nothing. Politics has a lot of people that's running this world that's controlling everyone's mind. It don't. What politics is controlling I, I your mind like that. that? I'm not disagreeing with it's that. It's not. Point it's the all. movie. I'm people watch movies politics. and shit. They don't give a damn about politics. They watch every movie that come out. Every movie okay. on their goddamn I, TV I, I that they come up on the screen, they punch it and watch it. Every movie is violent. I, I, I all the, they I'm only want to see the ones that's shooting and killing. Okay, so now, that's what I'm people. That's their food. That's their food. They want violence. They want this shit because it's being pushed on them. Who's making the movie? Some demons are making the movie. Demons. No, no. I want. I want you. To, I want you to answer that question. Demons. I just did. No, I'm talking about the people. What demons. organizations? What group? Okay, you're not, not even being serious. I, I'm trying the to devil. take you serious. I agree. Right, the devil plays a role. I'm talking about the industry. Hey man, I'm gonna mute myself, about- man. You talk to this fool, man. I don't. I don't want to talk to him no more. Man, you are the most ignorant dude I've spoken to this entire day. You came in this conversation, don't know what you're talking about. You barely know your left hand from your right hand, and you're in a conversation with grown men and don't know what you're talking about, man. That's it. That's all it is, bro. Just admit it. If you don't know, just say I don't know and just move on. But don't sit and act like what we're saying is crazy. What we're saying is basic knowledge that almost everybody knows. What you're politics. saying is, is, is ridiculous because you talking politics is worse than politics. It's worse. Yet, yet it's you speak with politics. such confidence, it's amazing to me. That, that yeah, just blows me away. You're not even humble with it. You're confident you're in here. That's, that's all it is. There's only wow. one truth. It's not your shit. It ain't the bullshit you kicking. I'm the God. I know what the fuck I'm talking oh, about. Oh, you're a God it's now? It's a mind. You're a God? It's a mind. Oh, you, See, that's no, what say it again. Did you just say you're God? Yo, man. And just, 
I'll, I'll, I'll you know, if you're God, if you're God right now, make something Uh-oh. out of nothing. Uh oh. Do Man, something. Do something worthy of being a God right now. Minded bastard. That's all. You don't got nothing, man. You don't got simple, no man. Simple thing, bro. Well, let me let me little time out on the field. Time out on the field. I I gotta meet everybody for one second. Time out on the field. Let me time out. Let's stop it. Let's get it back. Pull it back. But I I do have to say this. Politics and the brother's gone. Politics plays a major role in everything. Even with just you, I'm gonna bring you back to Brother Gone though. Politics plays a rule, a, a role in everything in this country. Nothing, goddamn it, ticks in this country without politics. I give you some examples. Music, the music, politics is involved. You think I'm bullshitting? You remember when Two Live Crew was doing their music? Who came after Luke, Luke Skywalker and tried to ban him? Remember that thing, ban in the USA? Who came after Luke Skywalker? A politician tried to ban him. The music industry, and I mean not the music, the movies, they have a part of all of this. And just as you know, good and doggone well, brother, when you mention about the LGBT and all of that, you know damn well who's pushing that shit. Education, how politics plays a role, a role in education. Who's pushing for this stuff to be going into the school systems? Huh? How does it get into the school system? Lawmakers. Who are the lawmakers? The politicians. Huh? It plays a role in everything. Religion. Why do you think the preachers, I mean, the, the politicians roll up in the churches and shit during politics time? Because politics goes hand in hand. Now, I know they say it don't, but it goes with along with religion. They says they give the churches money and shit like that. Listen, for a church to even get 501c3, who they got to go through? Lawmakers. Politics. Politics. That's why I want to say if you have, that's why I say if we have a nation. Black folks, I don't fuck with politics. I don't fuck around with politics. Okay. If, find me a nation. Find me a nation on this country. I mean, on this planet. Find me a nation on this planet that don't have politics, that don't have a, a political government. Ask our Moors brothers and sisters. Ask the Moors brothers and sisters. They're good at that type of thing, dealing with that law and all of this. You have to have, you're going to have some politics. If you are a so-called organized nation you're going to have a political system i don't give a fuck what you call it you're going to have a political system they always had it they it's there whether you might not even call it politics you might call it something else but it's going to be deal if you have laws that your people have to be governed by and all of these type of things you're going to have a political system you're going to have that so it, it does play a role in everything. And number one, again, we're talking about what's happening in our community again. Now we're talking about all the killing and stuff that's going on. Who are the – even the preachers is trying to bring changes to the city. What are they? Who are they going to? They're going to the police department. They're asking the city council, who are politicians, to look, we got to do something. We need to allocate some money. So we can have some programs coming to our community. And even when we ask to see if we need some programs, maybe the state can send some money to the city so maybe we can start building community centers. So we can start building building that. You have to go to the politicians or you you don't really have to. You can go to individuals, but they go to the politicians. So something has to be done. Politics plays a faucet in every freaking thing, whether we like it or not. It's there. It's there. I don't give a fuck your religious institutions. All of it is there. 
Hell, you even look at it, man, going back to the Tanakh or the Bible again. When you even reading that in there, it it's basically laying down the laws. That we say the laws or the or the instruction or the teaching is political. He's setting up when you read like that, you know, whether y'all believe it or not, about when Moses or Moshe was reading, I mean, giving some instructions, right? He was setting up a nation. Remember now, according to the story, I'm just telling y'all according to the story, when he said Israel was leaving out of Egypt and going into Canaan or Canaan land, right? Along with the mixed multitude, right? And he was saying he was giving these laws, statutes, and commandments, or these teachings. But that's what Torah means. Laws teachings or instructions and it's basically how to set up a government how are you going to set up your government it had dietary laws there was a lot of it involved how your dietary laws things you should eat set up this way set up that way setting up a nation if you're going to set up a nation you're going to be governed by laws which is going to take you back into politics you're going to have a constitution which is going to be deal with politics I don't give them you got your tribe and you can call it whatever you want to your elders of your community. They're going to have some laws. They're going to lay down laws. They're going to have a political system set up in there. But when we're looking at our community, again, it's a lot of shit that have been. And I, like I said, when you look at a lot of these cities where the crime rate is off the Richter scale, it's high. You look at these cities and I can always say to y'all, man, what's the political demographic? Graphic of these cities where black people are at. And we always talk about how we economically being economically deprived. Wow. And who's depriving you? When jobs are leaving out of that, those areas, things are being dilapidated housing. What is happening in the job markets, the, the, the taxes? They, who, listen, they taxing the hell out of you about, on stuff. Who's involved with that? How do how taxes go up? Who's involved with that? Ain't that politics? The lawmakers, your city council members, like right now with all this coronavirus shit they have and mass mandates, who's involved in that? Who's involved in that? Government, politicians, shutting everything down, politicians. Politics plays a major part in every goddamn thing. Like I said, whether you deal with it or you don't, it's there. Better face the fucking facts, man, it's there. So, like I said, again, when we look at it, yeah, it, a lot of things is a mindset, right? But a lot of things can be done. We, like I said, well, I say again, when we, we have to deal with a lot of things. See, a lot of things, uh, uh, we get stagnated. We get stuck on one fucking thing. It's just like black people, like we can't deal with many things at one time. Now, you might specialize in this. I might specialize in that. That person might specialize in Someone don't specialize in a damn thing, but we got to let know how. You know, what I don't know, you might know. This person might, you know, he can research it. He can find it together. But we act like we got to just focus on one particular fucking thing and just, like, deal with that. When we, like I said, man, the black community, we've been bit by all type of venomous snakes. There's different venomous snakes out there. Y'all know that, though. So we've been bit by all type of different goddamn snakes. I mean, by snakes is the different tricks and this and that have been done to us as a people. So we've been bit by different venomous snakes. So you've been bit by a rattlesnake. You've been bit by a goddamn uh, black mamba. You've been bit by a goddamn uh, water moccasin. All of, you know, the different snakes out there. Uh, copperhead. So you, we need different anti-venoms. You've been bit by a copperhead, right? I can't bring you no goddamn 
uh, water moccasin or rattlesnake venom. Heck, I'm sure enough going to kill you. I'm going to kill your ass. If, I, if you got hit by a water moccasin and I give you some, some, some rattlesnake anti-venom, I'm going to kill you, Jack. I'm going to kill you, Jack. You need the water moccasin anti-venom. If I've been hit by a rattlesnake, don't bring me no goddamn copperhead anti-venom. That ain't the snake I've been bit by. You know what I'm saying? You ha- we, so we got different snakes we've been hit, brother. We, we got to deal with it with the anti-venom in which we stand. So we got a lot of people. We're dealing with different things on different fronts. We're dealing with different things on different fronts. Like some, some people are dealing with the politics to bring things for our people. Some people are dealing with the religious, religious point of view. Some people are dealing with you know, all type of things, brother. But when we get to like saying, man, this ain't the problem, or what is the problem? That's one of the, what is the goddamn problem then? Okay. Just sit back. What is the problem? Like I said, if, if, if again, if, if the black man is God, if we the universal God, we the God of the universe. Well, black man, why the fuck are you complaining then? Why the fuck you ain't got yourself out your problem, out your situation? You should be able to do that presto change over. He's I'm the God. I, yes, I'm the God of my house. I'm the ruler sustaining my house until I don't pay my taxes. And then the goddamn God called the government. IRS gonna come snatch this shit. They're gonna come snatch me off my throne. You know what I mean? But it, it is a it, we do have a mindset that's going on as well. We talk about the people, and that's what we got to get into the mindset. We got to get in there. It is uh, what they saw people, uh, poverty. That's a lot of different things that is affecting our people. That is affecting our people. Like I said, the music. Yes, that's true. The music is affecting that we talk about. We have fucking drug problems. Ah, that's another one we don't want to talk about. We have drug problems in our community. Bad drug problems. Chemical addicted, as they would say. People have been chemical addicted. Um, Hell, alcohol abuse. All type of things that's happening in our community that's affecting our community. Mm? So we even say, man, we're messing up. Damn, this religion is a, you know, drugs is a religion. Poverty is a religion. Now, I guess that's the new religion. And then we go back to even getting into that, right? Well, what we're talking about why we got away from a lot of that is because back, now we hear a lot of people teaching. We hear a lot of people teaching. And so-called scholars and whatnot present some things and say, well, We've been getting all this old damn religion and this, that, and then messing our people up. This is who we truly are. And I, and I, I got to use this as a, as a, as a um, what's the hell I'm on? Example. I got to use it as an example. I ain't beating up on Kemet, y'all, but I'm just going to use it as an example. A lot of our scholars always take us into Kemet, right? They just, just keep us in that paradigm like ain't nothing else existed besides Kim. They keep us locked in that paradigm like nobody else was doing nothing else or, or contributing nowhere else. No other civilization existed. None of that. Black civilizations besides Kim. Now, anyway, so they give you Kemet and how you looking at Kemet? Is it the Bible is wrong? Well, ain't no, you know, the Hebrews, that's, that's bullshit and so-and-so, so-and-so, this and that and and then so they give you Kimmin and put Kimmin on a pedestal and make you start thinking that you, uh, uh, I don't know if this is the right word, y'all, if this is a true word, but uh, as they say, a commission or a Kimite, right? Have you thinking, I'm a Kimite, I'm a Kimite, and all of this old stuff. And But you look at them, 
the same people that's teaching you this. Y'all ever looked? Y'all ever paid attention though? Have y'all ever paid attention? The people that's teaching you all of this and saying this was first and Kemet this and Kemet that. Y'all need to peep it, peep and see. Because Kemet now, we talk about religion and spirituality. Kemet or Nubia, they were very spiritual people. Don't y'all think that they didn't believe in none of that stuff that they was talking about? Uh, uh, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, a satin, uh, shoe, nut. They don't, uh, don't think you don't think they just put that on their elaborate for decoration. They believed in that. That was their spiritual. They put the, they built those civilizations probably on the influence of those gods that influenced them and that power. So. The, but I ask to say this, the people that is teaching us all of this, look and see that they practice that spiritual system. Look and see that they practice that spiritual system. They always point you in a direction to and telling you this is what was, this is what we had and this, that, and another. And you will find out that a lot of them don't even practice that spiritual system. But they always want to point you in a direction and tell you the Hebrews – Stuff is made up and it's bullshit. It came up out of Kemet. They stole it and it copied. But you'll find out the people, the same people telling you this, don't even practice this, practice this, this, practice it themselves. They over here practicing ephah and some other stuff. Not knocking ephah, y'all. Not knocking none of, this, none of the traditions. But I'm just saying, when they're telling you this is it, why don't you, if it's good enough for you to tell everybody else about it, why aren't you practicing it? That's all I'm saying. Why aren't you practicing it? That's what I want to know. If it's good enough for you to talk about it and, and, and preach it to the everybody, why aren't you practicing it? That's all I want to know. Now I'm gonna say this I gotta give I gotta give credit, but credit is due. You you can people say what they want to about this particular man that I'm about to talk about and I'm about to say. They can say what they want to about Dr. York. Say what they want to about Dr. York. But here's why I always say I have to give him respect for what he done. Whether the people say he jumped around from school to thought that this, he was over here, he was he was dead over there, he was an Ansar over here, he was a Hebrew over there, he was a Kemite over there. God damn, he don't know what he wants to be. That's what people will say. But here's the thing about it, what I I like about it, I enjoyed about it. If he said this was the school of thought, one thing, one one goddamn thing about it. You lived it. You lived that culture. You lived that tradition. If you was an Ansar, I didn't know, like I told y'all last time, I was not in the Ansar Allah community. But if you was in the Ansar Allah community living as a Muslim or whatever, you lived that tradition, Jack. The dress code, the language, all of that. And in the ancient, you know, Egyptian order and all of this. Hey, Doc, we lived that. The language, everything, the dress. The rituals, the, the the customary, um, the custom. I mean, not the custom, y'all. We did the rituals, the ceremonies. That's the word I'm looking for. The ceremonies. Like I tell y'all again, y'all read about the opening of the mouth ceremony. How many of y'all ever witnessed the opening of, of of the mouth ceremony actually been reenacted, done? Huh? I mean, with the with the with the, with the with the elaborate costumes and dress and all of that. I ain't talking about no shit you read. I ain't watched on YouTube. I'm talking about you actually saw it before your eyes. No, even though the reenactment, but y'all been a part of that. 
huh? If you're a Kemite, you study that tradition, why aren't you? Why aren't you? Because them people that, that, that y'all talk about way back then, they, 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 they believe in it. They've done these rituals. They've done these customs. We talk about the lion's paw. How many of y'all have ever been seen at reenactment and done it before? So that's why I said one thing about it. When you, when, when, he, when he taught it, you live that culture. You live that tradition. The every freaking faucet of it. You studied Il's Holy Quran. You studied Il's Torah. You studied all of it. You had those. You studied. You live that tradition. So when somebody come to you with that, like, brother, I've been a part of that, brother. I live that tradition. I ain't just read no book on it. Shit, I was that. I, this is what I said. I was that, brother. I lived that for X amount of years. Then we moved on to another school. I moved on. Some people just stayed in that school. No thing with that. Ain't no problem with that. Hey, if that's what they feel comfortable, that's where they need to be. That's what they cool at. As long as they're doing righteous with it or living righteous amongst the community. But you lived it. So my thing, again, with these goddamn scholars that you look at, that's why I like what Chief X is doing. They talk about, man. Chief X been going in. <laughs> They're going to rebuild the conscious community, which I think that's a, that's a wrap. And I tell y'all, the conscious community was set up. I don't know. Whatever they call the conscious community was set up to take us away from a lot of things that we talk about, the foundations. When we talk about some of these religious systems or some of these things, the spiritual system that our people use, like I said, use as their inspiration in their fight for our freedom, just and quiet. If that power they, they believed in, it gave Nat Turner the courage to get out there and do what he did. Hey, Amen. Big up to Nat Turner and that power that he called on. So if 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 our sister uh 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 sister Harriet Tuckman, if they call her Grandma Moses, if she looked at that story in the Bible, whether you said it was real or not, and she like, look, I'm finna get my people to the promised land. We finna get up out of this oppression. If she believed it so much and she done it, if it, if it was a mythology story, God damn it, she made it real and she done it. She did it. She freed the people who wanted to be free, much as she could. So if our people use that to do things, hey man, who the fuck am I? Excuse my French, but who the fuck am I and who the fuck are we today to talk about these people? Like I said today, don't tomorrow. The most high willing I will be out there myself. These preachers. We get on them all the preachers, but they ain't doing shit but taking up all the tithes and offerings, robbing people for tithes and offerings. They about time. Did they go back to being like they used to do? Being instrumental in the community, galvanizing the community. And said, hey, y'all, listen, all this killing one another. Because if they believe it in that Bible, it says thou shalt not kill or thou shalt not murder. But there's a time to kill. Y'all know there's a time for everything. Now, there's a time you might have to kill a little something, some, y'all. And But it meaning that you should not be shed innocent blood. And we're seeing a lot of innocent blood, especially these babies out here, innocently, man trying to do they think about playing with their little old toys y'all playing with whatever little game they got you know just trying to it's just living a child life trying to learn what to be a child is like some damn ignorant ass fool getting into it with somebody else supposed to be grown a lot of people say i'm grown but these grown ass individuals because they don't know how to handle their goddamn emotions 
shooting all willy-nilly, don't know how to handle a situation without picking up the goddamn gun all the time and shooting these babies, killing these babies, man. That's a young brother, man, just in this city, just lost his life the other day. Now, I don't know the whole ins and out of the whole story, but a young brother is said that, according to the news, um, brother was, fifth, I think, 15. Said he was a, I think, 16, 16. Said he was a track star, man. Just won an award for running track and all of this stuff, man. He said he's an excellent young student. You know, he's young. You know, we did this shit when he was young. He had a little, you know, little girl you might mess with. You know, you, some of us snuck in, snuck in the gal's house or something. You know, y'all know, we, you know, stuff you did. I ain't going to get into that. But said the father, I guess the father came home and caught the young brother in um, the girl's room. The father caught him, caught him in a room and this, that, and another. And I don't know what happened from there. Some people, some said that him and the father got into it, but, um, and but anyway, the young brother was run run away, run away, and the father shot the boy in the back two times. Sixteen years old, lost his life because he was in the bedroom with the young girl. You know, the man, grown ass man, shot this little boy because you know his little hot ass daughter. And I'm, I'm hey, we, I, I got to say it like it is. His little mannish ass daughter had a little young boy in the bedroom, and I don't know what they might have been doing, but anyway, he shot the boy in the back. Y'all know that's a goddamn no no for any gun owners anyway. Like my wife said, he might have whooped that old man's ass and the mad man old man dude got mad and he couldn't handle it because the young brother whooped his ass and he shot him. I don't But he 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 killed the young brother, man. Now he going to jail. He's finna go to jail and his little hot ass daughter still gonna be around here screwing somebody else. He just said it like that, but shit, just what's what the rest of the fuck what's gonna happen. He can't protect the knife for sure. For sure. If Snoop would say for shizzle. Can't protect her. Like Marvin Gaye said, man, what is going on? Ooh, what's going on? What's going on, brothers and sisters? Let me play this clip right here. This what I was talking about earlier, man, and how black women, a number of black people are like women are leaving the church. And uh, going to witchcraft. This is from 2019, right here. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Growing numbers of African American women in Maryland and across the nation are leaving traditional church worship. All of them are in search of something else a spiritual belief that connects them to their ancestors and where they can feel more empowered to control their own well being. They have found it in ancient forms of spiritual contact. Some call it witchcraft, a term they accept and embrace. For most of us, this is how we worship, a tradition that predates us all. This, too, is an ancient art of worshiping, not to God, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but to spirits and deities that span the oceans and date back to pre-slavery days in Africa. Are you, in fact, witches? Um, whatever the situation calls for. So, if you come to me with pleasantries. You being respectful, you'll get Glenda, the good witch of the suburbs. But if you come at me with negativity and meanness and disrespect, 
then you will get Eveline, your worst nightmare. They have many names and titles and ranks within their belief system. They are college-educated professional women who have chosen to believe that theirs is a truer example of worship that is inclusive of the genders. It connects them, they say, to their ancestors and fills a need not found in traditional worship, but most of them grew up in the church. I was raised Christian, all Christians in my family. Um, in fact, my grandfather was a preacher in the South. I also grew up Christian. I grew up Anglican in the Episcopal Church. The older I got, the more disconnect I felt. I was raised Baptist. My father is a deacon. My mom is a deaconess. I'm in church all the time. These women are part of a sect. Ile Ola Apefe Osa Meiji, spiritual temple. They worship and offer prayers to Oshun, a predominant deity. The deity or the Arisha of um, aesthetics, beauty, sex, sensuality. They are growing numbers of African-American women who have chosen for themselves a new life, leaving the church in search of more meaning in their lives. Yes, it can be called witchcraft. At a recent convention in Baltimore, more than 200 witches gathered, a sisterhood. Their spells are for good, not for evil. In this ritual, the women are preparing an offering to Ashun on behalf of a woman in California who's looking for a mate. The omelet-type dish is sweetened with honey, believed to be a favorite of Ashun. Prayers are said over the offering and for the woman in need. A portion is offered to Eshu, the male counterpart of Ashun, and placed in a seat place beneath the stairs of this Odenden home. Using shell, they ask the spirit if she is pleased. Four shells are tossed to the floor, two land up, two land down. Balance. The gift is accepted. She accepts it. The traditions may seem odd to most, a mystery to some, complex and multi-layered. These daughters of the moon, followers of Ashun, women, powerful, determined, and understanding, say there is nothing to fear. They are here, and they will be here for the foreseeable future. Yes, there are witches among us. This is something that our ancestors did, and all we're doing is tapping back into it so that we can become our best selves, individually and collectively. There's much more to this story than our time will allow, so our conversation continues with these women, where they reveal much more to me. And if you want to watch the extended... All right, I'll stop it right there. But this is what they... And I'm going to say something, y'all, and I'm not trying to be funny or sarcastic or whatever, how they want to say that, man. Now, I just want, I just want, I just want to ask you. Now, y'all heard they was making a, what, a key dish or something to the gods for, to get this sister a mate. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful for nobody tradition, but I just want to say that. Can y'all please, please, <laughs> if we are having these enemies, right, we call it enemies, right, amongst us and trying to oppress us and all of this, right? Y'all make up. I don't know how it's supposed to work. Some people say you can't be, can't wish nothing on people or something to that degree. But if they're trying to do you harm, it's like, okay, wait, wait. They did it in Haiti. They did it in Haiti, right? Get some power as the spirit or whatever to do away with your goddamn enemies. Do something to eradicate these bastards out here that's, that, that, that y'all say that deal with that racism, white supremacist. Where's the potion? Where's the power y'all utilizing the power to do that at? Now, like they hate, like they did in Haiti. You know, uh, where's it at? You know, like for Derek Chauvin. Where's the goddamn thing get for Derek Chauvin and whoever else, you know? I can't, I can't say too much on the air. They already don't ban me on goddamn Facebook, uh, which, yeah, I had but I had did the Facebook. They, well, they banned me from doing a live. I'm going to do a live tomorrow as I'm out there, too. 
Uh, just because I posted some on the goddamn thing, just some uh, uh, a picture or something, talk about you know, open using your mind. So they they ban me, talking about I can't do no lives, and which I hadn't anyway, anyway. But anyway, I just fucked them, man. But anyway, excuse my French. Um, but yeah, that's all I want to say all that. Use some potions, use some man, and talking about some some love potion, drawing people close to you, your love mate. Put your mat down, old school. Put your mat down, and y'all get it. But that's just my thing, y'all. My bad, my bad. I'm out, I'm out of the way. I'm all off topic. But just yeah, that was all thing else. You're gonna use it, man. Let's use it to that, man, and get these, these disagreeable bounces out the way, man. And uh, that's all I say. Let's use it for that. And here's something I just want to throw in here right fast. Here's a um, <laughs> Chief X. I'm just going to throw this in there. Chief X talking about rebuilding the consciousness because I was going again talk about these people who follow these traditions and giving you saying it, but they don't even follow what they're trying to put you into. Just like y'all saying, man, you got to practice what you preach. Practice what you preach. It's being remodeled, like I said. The entire conscious community, let me say it again, will be remodeled. There will be changes. All 2021, people are going to be in their feelings. It's the year of big feelings, right? All this info, this, see this chief text, I'm the village chief. I'm the elder today. All this good new, real fat, good info. We'll be all on Sonetter. We're shutting it all down. We're tearing it down. And I'm forcing hands. <laughs> the whole tip hustle is over. I'm single-handedly bringing the conscious community to their knees to submission and admit they've been wrong. they fucked up. They've been brainwashed by their master teacher. And it's all been a fucking sham. They all miseducated you for financial gain. We're cleaning it up, and righteous deeds will go down. <laughs> That's Chief X, man. I just had to throw that in there. Chief X talking about they're going to rebuild the conscious community by tear down and rebuild it because a lot of them people have been. Oh, damn, we got 90 seconds. Uh, then we're going in overtime. Yeah, damn, I'm supposed to be reading something right fast. Damn, that time went by fast. They said time files when you're having fun. Uh, so, yeah, you can call in, listen in right there, man. The, uh, uh, the area code is 563-39-3552. This 563-39. I like that right there, y'all. Nine to the nine power of nine. Uh, 35-52. And I want to read something right fast. So, some brothers, like, I got this book real called um, World Ancient history to the present. Now, this book here is talking about a lot of different things. It goes into all the different so-called spiritual systems, or not all of them, but there's a lot of the main ones. But it, this one here, uh, what type of chapter? I'm looking at traditional Africa, and it goes into a lot of things here on Africa and their spiritual systems and stuff. Uh, let me see. I'm, well, I'm gonna start it right here. I want to read something. It says, Africans believed in many other spiritual beings, roughly. Uh, d- divided into nature spirits and ancestors, some of them having both human and natural origins. They are often called children of God, but often receive much more formal worship than he does. Yet it is said that in sacrifice, 
Yet it is said that in sacrifice offered to other deities, the essence of the gift goes to the supreme being. See, that's what we talk about again. When in the ever, that's why I always ask, when in the ever we seen unknown that Africans, so-called African people, because we say we're African of African descent, when do they not believe in the supreme being or a higher power outside of themselves? And hell, a lot of them, they believed in many. They probably had a higher being or they call a supreme being, but there have been um, like lesser deities that they probably, they might not worship call out and pray to that supreme being they might have called out to the like the lesser deities and things of this nature yeah. um here we go it says there are countless gods and their cults they use the word cult and their cult are particularly well developed in west africa and rather less in eastern and southern africa where the ancestor rituals tend to dominate many of these cults of the gods are declining nowadays in some places as among the Iwe of I can't, I can't pronounce what this place is y'all they are highly organized and are yet little affected by little affected by Islam and Christianity now this it does talk about in this book it says like a lot of the ancestral worship that or the old traditions I would say uh, traditional worship in Africa a lot of it has been replaced by the Islam or Christianity, and some have intertwined or mixed in the the two. They might have Islam may be the main religion or Christianity, but they still hold on to certain traditions. Uh, they they're actually uh, ancient traditions. Some that just places they said the traditions are just gone. They just fully accepted uh, Christianity and Islam. But the the point that we have always had African people have had some kind of uh, belief in a higher power. But now I see today over here in the West, us new, a lot of us new Africans, as they said, the new African. New Republic of Africa and these new Africans, we have a tendency like the hell with religion. We like it's like the, the, we talk about the Greeks, the Greek culture when they talk about atheists, which y'all know atheists, anti-God or against God. Um, a lot of us tend to have that belief, but that's not the the the, the way that the Africans really believe and we called on some of these spirits like i said again you have these forces or there's something you call on and y'all said in, in that which i heard that clip earlier how they were um <clears throat> making and giving offers to the spirit to give them something in return so even like i said when you pray or make prayer or, or something to that degree or a solicitation you you're asking for something you're asking for something. Now, now you might say, well, hell, that's, that power's already in you. You know, you're just asking yourself to do for yourself. I wish, you know, I can't understand that terminology there. Well, shit, I ain't, I'm, you know, anyway. But you're asking, like I said, you're asking. The African always understood something about spirituality and things of this nature. So even in that, what they're they calling themselves witches and uh, they still have a concept of dealing with the spiritual and a divine, and you know, 
uh, what they say, uh, dealing with Ashun, uh, 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 yeah, Ashun and the other Orishas and stuff. So, hey, it's still that they have, in a, and that does goes back to Africa, but what they say, basically West Africa. So they're still holding on to an African tradition. And even in the West, we know we're doing slavery. I have another book called um, Africanism in America. That's an excellent book. It talks about how uh, after slavery, well, yeah, doing slavery, the transatlantic slave trade that a lot of Africans did bring some of the African traditions or spiritual traditions over here and somewhat still practiced it. But, you know, it had to be undercover, um, you know, and they mixed it in with the Christianity. When, when like they said, man, when the so-called overseers was looking, they like, yeah, Jesus is going to work it out. But then other than that, they had other stuff. They, they ancient traditions, whatever, African traditions, intertwined in that and might have been singing some songs in that that they didn't even know what the hell they was talking about. And y'all know there was some there was some songs that uh what was that man? Oh damn, I ain't even got that book no more. I had I had a book with all of the African songs in it. I mean not uh what they call them, Negro spirituals. Y'all remember them, them, them old Negro spirituals? And 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 think about it. One of the songs, what was that? Uh give me an old time religion. Now wait a minute, hold on. What old time religion? What was the old time religion? What old time religion? Now, if, if the slave, well, we what they call our ancestors slaves, and they had songs said, "Give me that old time religion," but they got Christianity now, and they singing a song said, "Give me that old time religion." What was the old time religion? I wonder. Hmm. What was that old time religion they was talking about? Uh, if it was good enough for them. Is good enough for me. And that's what they said. If it was good enough for them, which was our ancestors, it says good enough for me. But I wonder. Hmm. But uh but Justin, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say this here, brother. I know you and the brother, it was some brother dropped some stuff. Here's what we gotta do. Just like that that conversation that went on. And I had to mute y'all for a minute because it was it's got to the point when the names got to call it being called. And we, that start to be uncalled for. Cause just having a dialogue, just having a dialogue. And see, this is the shit that we have to stop. We said we and see, and, and that ain't even, that, that wasn't even religion. But we we but see, we can't come together now because of religion and God. But it was information, just information, data, and things that was being shared and. One brother saying this is the reason why things are happening in our community. And brother was saying another end that, well, no, it's it's the mindset. And brother turned around and said, yeah, I agree with you on a mindset. But this is what I'm saying here. Then we get to be all oh, this fool and that, that, that. See, that's, that's the reason we can't fucking come together. Religion didn't have shit to do with that. God wasn't in that conversation. We weren't talking about, see, God said, brother, this, that, and another, and the Bible said in the book of Corinthians, uh-uh, that, no, that shit didn't come, I mean, excuse me, Shalakia, that didn't come up now time. We're talking politics. Those are the reasons we can't come together. Listen, if the truth, listen, man, y'all see how Brother Sunray been kind of chilling lately. I ain't even, you see, have I been arguing with somebody, Brother Justice or something? Even when that guy came over here talking about like he you know, on the toilet, it, that, did I even just snap out like I used to? No. Y'all know I usually 
wild out. Listen, man. I've I've learned it's it's things that I hear from brothers every day, man. That see stuff. I don't even wild out on them. I, I mean, not mean to wild out. I don't get into all that heated debates, and I just listen to them, let them have peace with it. You know what I mean? I might we might try to dialogue. I throw a little info in them, and this, that, and another. They want to go and look it up and verify it or whatnot. Hey, cool. They don't find. But we don't have to get into name calling, calling each other fools. And we're talking about what's wrong with each what and we supposed to be having a dialogue, number one, about the black community and what's affecting us as black people. But then we get to saying you a fool and you crazy and this mother sucker did that. And we trying to help black people. And we trying to help black people. You know what, people, that the same people that's out here killing each other and beating up on each other out here and beating the hell out of each other. You know what they're going to say? How the hell y'all going to tell us what, what we need to be stopped doing? And listen to y'all. Listen to y'all. What kind of example are y'all? What kind, Shit, y'all ain't no better than us. You ain't, do, you ain't doing nothing no better than us. Y'all up here arguing because y'all just talking about information. Both of y'all might be telling the truth. But then y'all get the name called like y'all finna fucking fight. I don't know, brothers and sisters. I think I don't know. We got some work to do. Is that a is that a mindset too? Is that a mindset? Is that conditioning of the mind where when a person tells the truth and we don't want to hear it or I mean, you know, we don't fully Agree to all of the truth. And we might be some truth. We don't fully agree to it. So I got to start mudslinging, name calling and shit. Because I might not see it that way right now. You know, I, I've, I've been that way. Somebody said something. I might not see it. And, I, and, I, and there may be some stuff that I was taught. There may be some things that I've been taught, right? And from from the information that I got and when I was taught, because I was told it's knowledge without, it's, it's facts without a doubt. So when I'm, I'm reading it, you know, I'm studying, I'm listening to it. It sounds good. You know what? So, and then somebody say something. I, no, brother, I don't agree to that because my master teacher don't told me. Oh, my God damn it. My, my teacher told me this is facts without a doubt. Now I'm arguing. I don't really know if it's facts without a doubt or not. I'm just, I'm just regurgitating some shit they said. And I'm defending some stuff they said because he said it was facts. He wrote it in a book now. I read it in a book. So it got to be true because I read it in a goddamn book. I ain't weighed it out. I ain't tried to really examine it to see, really have it manifested, and it's the truth. I seen it on YouTube. God damn it, it got to be the truth. Because this name brand scholar, this name brand person, he got a thousand or a million motherfucking views on a video. It got to be true. All them goddamn views. He got he got 2,000 thumbs up, so it got to be true. Now, I got to defend it because he said it on YouTube. But I ain't waited out. I ain't examined it for my goddamn self to really dig down into it and see, like like Master Teacher Dr. York said, don't believe me, check it out. I ain't checked the goddamn thing out. I listened to it out, but I ain't checked it out. I ain't, it, it, what they said in the, in the country's community, man. I ain't, what's the, what's the, uh, 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 brother, what's the, what, damn, what's that? See, I can't even get the goddamn words out, y'all. What's the references? Give me some references. I ain't checked the references and shit, y'all. I just, you know, shit sounded good. I just regurgitated. 
And I was wrong because they were wrong. And you giving it to me, I mean, you know, and you might be giving me the facts. And sometimes I go back, you know what? Let me look this shit up, bro. Let me see, man. Let me see. Let me see, man. And I go and look it up. Damn, you know what? That brother was sure telling the truth, man. God damn. Man, damn. I'm arguing argue with that brother, man, on the radio. I argue with that brother so-and-so, man. And shit. Here it go right here. Exactly what he was talking about. Damn, my goddamn teacher, man. I ain't see. That was my fault, though. I ain't check it out. I ain't listen. I ain't look it up. You know what I mean? But anyway, y'all, that's something I want to look at, right, talk about right fast. And I ain't going to hold y'all long tonight, man. I, we, hey, we had an excellent show last uh, weekend. We all the after show. The after show last Friday. God diggity damn, y'all. And they didn't even record. I mean, because it, it, what happened with blog talk. Something, it might be a glitch. I ain't going to let it do it. But this time, I'm bagged up anyway. However, happened, but I ain't going to stay on that long tonight. I'm bagged up on talk shoot. Yeah, usually, I'll be on talk shoot. And I, you know, I didn't do it last week. So I would have caught it, man. Y'all would really want to hear some conversations that we had in the overtime. Because, like, when I hung up the show, you know, you get two hours live, and then you get another hour, an hour in overtime. But, hell, man, we did four hours last week and some change. It's some change, y'all. We were spending some money last week. But anyway, so when on Blog Talk, when after the three hours, the switchboard and everything cut off, and I usually dial into the show with they autom- they built-in phone. And so when the switchboard and everything cut off, the phone on here don't cut off. So my good brother, Justice, and my brother, Alpha Male, peace and shout out to my good brother, Alpha Male. Yeah, man. Brother came in. Y'all might have caught 12 minutes of it in the overtime with Brother Alpha Male. But it was some thing, man. We were going into, we, I wish y'all could have heard the rest of it, man. So, yeah. So, peace to my Brother Alpha Male on that. Came in, dropping it. Uh, came back on the scene. But, uh, anyway, I want to touch on something. I was saying something earlier. And this ain't no beat up on the Nation of Islam. None of that. Because they have brought some stuff to the, to the, community in our upliftment clean some brothers up brothers out there messed up on drugs their life was in shambles and probably in out of prison and i could bear witness to it because shit i was i was in the muck and my i was in the dirt you know what i'm saying so a lot of these teachers these teachings helped me so it's like i said it's no beat up on it but we have to really look at this stuff and really like i said just overstand it get some thorough knowledge of it no no one of Elijah Muhammad was teaching here. He had in his book the message to the black man. Who is that mystery God? They searched all over and they couldn't find that mystery God. Who is that mystery God? You know, he taught this here. Can God be a mystery and still be God and yet send prophets to represent himself? Now, he had a, several chapters. He's teaching that God. You know, they taught, mistaught us about God ain't no spirit and all of this stuff. God is a man. God ain't no mystery God and this and that. But then, you know, <laughs> he later had something. He was saying, God ain't no mystery. You know, he ain't no spook. He ain't no invisible person. He ain't somewhere out of space. He he built up all that teaching. Did all of that about the mystery God. God is a mystery. And then the God that he presented to us was... Well, not us. I wasn't in the nation of Islam, but the God that he presented was a person called who he say 
now. It's according to the teachings. It says Farad Muhammad. Did you say Farad Muhammad? Y'all know I like to use the word master. I don't put the word master on the front. No disrespect to the nation, but I just don't do it. But he said Farad Muhammad was a lie in person. Here it is right here. Allah came to us from the holy city Mecca, Arabia in 1930. He used the name Wallace D. Farad, uh, often signing it W.D. Farad. In the third year, 1933, he signed his name W.F. Muhammad, which stands for Wallace Farad Muhammad. He came along. He began teaching us the knowledge of ourselves, of God, and the devil. Now, in the measurement of the earth, of our planet and the civilizations of the planets other than the earth. Now, wait a minute, y'all. Hold on. Right here. There's one part in here. He came along, okay? He began teaching us the knowledge of ourselves, of God. No, wait a minute. He, I thought he was God. So he should have been coming teaching us the knowledge of him. He said of God. But anyway, y'all, that might just how they put it. But anyway, and y'all notice the message of the black man was just like um, pause of Elijah Muhammad's speeches. He didn't write no book. It just pause of his speeches that somebody compiled and put it together and they made it like into a book. Y'all do know that, right? Okay, God, I know y'all know it. Y'all up on it. Y'all up on it. But the uh, but the honorable Elijah Muhammad, I got you, just But the honorable Elijah Muhammad, right? But he he was saying that he gave you a man, uh, this person named Farad Muhammad, who says now mystery God. But you asked him, where's Farad Muhammad today? He ain't no spook, but can't nobody tell you where in the hell he at. He ain't no mystery God, but where the hell is he at today? He said he came. He came to teach us. And first of all, this God, Farad Muhammad, <laughs> it was a trip. He had to be, it, it, it was like that story, like y'all, y'all know the Jesus story. You compare it to the damn, the, the whole Immaculate Conception story a little bit, right? Where Jesus, God, now some Christians say Jesus is God in flesh, but he came through the womb of a woman. Now, that does show you how powerful the woman is or the womb of the woman. That, And when we were saying about the woman is God, now I ain't, ain't going to go that far, but I, I would say that the woman is a powerful vessel that where we said the most high or whatever uses the woman, right? No human being, and I ain't talking about no artificial. Now, they do artificial stuff, like artificial intelligence. That's not true intelligence. That's artificial intelligence. But the, the, the natural human being can't come through this planet, right? Can't come through this planet now unless he come through the womb of a woman. I don't give a damn what color she is or whatever y'all the color. He, she ha- they, it, it have to come through that vortex. It have to come through that portal called a womb and we know the womb is on a woman not a woman not a goddamn man but a woman so yes and i remember when i was in the school of islam that's what they was teaching us that how you know allah always he used a woman like even with this story of jesus you notice how if he was god as they say from the throne he still couldn't even that god if he was God, the creator, he couldn't even come into the womb. God, if they say that, some, some of the Christians do teach that. He still, he couldn't come into the womb, just pop, and, pop down as a natural man and come into the planet. He just couldn't grab him an earth suit. 
out of his closet in heaven and just come on down here. No, he had to come through the womb of a woman named Miriam or Mary, be born like everybody else. Huh? Come on in here and then be born. Come through that vortex. Yes, I call it the vortex. And then he came in. So even Farad Muhammad, right? They say he's a law in person. What happened? He had to come through the vortex. According to the teaching of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, now he didn't get that in the book, y'all. They ain't going to find it in the message of the black man. But he still, he had to have an earthly mama. Said he had a father named Alfonso, a black man named Alfonso, and had a, a, a Caucasian mother named, well, they say her name was Baby G. But he had to come in through that vortex. But I, my thing is today, if he ain't no mystery God, now mystery is something unknown. We don't know too much about it. Now, where the hell is he at today? How, how did he disappear? And what in the hell is he at today? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, y'all. My bad. Hold up. I forgot the story. I forgot the story. He's flying around in on the on the mothership with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Right now, that's where he is. That's where he is. That's that's the story we're gonna get. Yeah, he's flying around on the mothership with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad right now. That's that's the story they tell y'all. I ain't, I'm not making that shit up. Y'all I ain't trying to be funny enough. But that's the story they tell. They on the ship. As 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 Farrakhan, as Farrakhan. We say he no mystery God. But my thing about it, they say he came to liberate black people in America and so and so. Well, I just gonna ask why the fuck we still going? Because people ask about the other God, you know, the Creator God. Well, why God? Like the brother was saying earlier, why God let us go through what we going through and this and that and another? I like the brother point that he was making earlier. Because a lot of things y'all really gotta understand. Now I know some things that you have been told from certain perspective. And here's the point, a lot of us think where we get where it, what, what happened. We get a lot of stuff from Catholicism. The white, you so-called Europeans don't took a lot of this stuff and they indoct- throw this shit in there with Calvinism and isms and the European shit. So a lot of it we do have a lot of crazy shit that the white folks don't came and told a whole bunch of these crazy-ass stories and shit like that, right? But Africa, but on the African thing, we we understand different than that. We understand that we might believe in a higher power, and those we say a power, something that gives you the power to do it. And that's one thing I'll be saying about the the, the Torah. When I read that, right now, Moses might say, or Moshe might say, the most I told him this or, or that. But you know who had to go out and do it? He said, Mo, you got to go and free your free my people. I need you to go to Pharaoh. And tell them to let my people go. Moses had to go do that. It wasn't you. You ain't read nothing in there where it says, "Hey man, Pharaoh, you enslaving my people. I'm gonna come down there and I'm gonna whoop your ass. And I gotta get my people out of bondage because you dogging my people out. I'm coming down there. I'm coming down there, slave my people. Like uh uh uh. No, I gotta use this mortal because he's immortal. He's in flesh. Like it's always been told that y'all have to do this. You have to do this. So black people, again, I like what Jasper Williams said as Sister Rita Franklin's friend were made a peace and blessed be upon her. He said the situation that we in, hey man, black people, we gonna have to get ourselves out of our situations. You might power ask a higher power or whatever right there or the spiritual entity or whatever to give you the power to deal with your situation, to fight up against your oppressor or do whatever. You ask for that. 
divine inspiration. Like you said, you like to say in, in the Ruby traditions and whatever traditions, you ask for divine in- intervention. But you're going to have to do it. This is something you have to do. So it's something, again, when you say, man, well, I don't believe in that shit, bro. It's something, why he come, how come this spirit, you say a spirit, because listen, you in human form. See, that's again is you looking for something to do something for you. You can, like the Honorable Mama said, though, again, you're looking for something or somebody to do something for you where you can get up and do for yourself. It's like we looking for politicians. Again, Joe Biden to do something for you to free you. Y'all know goddamn well they ain't been doing shit all this motherfucking time. How do you, how you think now he's going to do something for you? When they've been the main ones that put been tricks on your ass. They've been the main one been handcuffing the black community through politics. Anything, they shut it down. They they won't send the funding in the community. Yeah, I see it. They won't send the those Democratic I don't give a fuck. They black, white, turquoise, yellow, green. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stick with the black though. You got all these black politicians that sit their regular ass on these city councils and all of these places, and they grew up in the so-called hood. They get there, they still don't do nothing to help the community which in, in which they reside. They don't go in there and try to find no funding to send in the community to help build it up. They play right along with the democratic plan. They just assimilate right on with the plan. Now, all this stuff now, all them people help doing, doing voting season. Where all these celebrities at? Where all those celebrities that were pushing y'all to go vote for Joe Biden? What the f- Where they at now? Almost got a little bit too raunchy. Where the hell they at now? Huh? Where they at now are holding Joe Biden foot to the fire? See, they were just pom pom. See, they was they got their grease palmed anyway. They got their thirty pieces of silver. They don't give a fuck about y'all. They got their thirty pieces of silver. See, the plan is just to get you to follow suit. See, the eighty five percent, y'all got to be the eighty five percent. Them the ten percenters that got y'all eighty five percenters that go along with the plan. See, that's their job. Steve Harvey, the Steve Harvey's them. They go along. Y'all remember when Steve Harvey said sometimes you got to sell out? No, nah, Steve Harvey said something to that degree. But I know Lee Daniels straight up said it. Well, you can call me a sellout as long as I'm rich. See, as long as they eat, they eating crumbs off the master table, they probably sitting at the table with the master. Wow, you just sitting out there looking through the window. God damn, man, boy, that shit, that looks awfully goddamn good. That salad looks awfully good. Ooh, that alkaline water looks so cold sitting on that goddamn glass. I can see the chills goddamn off that water. Woo-wee. Just thump some. Like, like, it's like they said, my Abraham. Just thump a little water on my head, y'all. Goddamn, that water looks good. They just dangling the water in your face. Just sipping it going, ah, all in your face. They're going along with the plot, man. They know damn well they're going to keep you in there because they just get, they get nails. They get nails, and, and they just keep us dangling on the string, playing along the status quo. Y'all, man, come on, brothers and sisters. We got we to gotta see what's going on. We really need, man, we got to, like, stand up, man. Like I said, tomorrow, we'll be out here in the city of Memphis trying to, I don't know, bring awareness. I, I don't know what it's going to take, man, to be honest. Like I said, it, it has to be something done with the mind. We can, you can do all kind of gun violence walks. Um, 
and a lot of laws, you know, like they always talk about gun laws. You can do that all you want because the goddamn criminals that has the gun, he ain't abide by no goddamn law because hell, he ain't bought the damn gun. He's a convicted felon or whatever, right? He ain't supposed to have a gun. The gun's stolen anyway. So all your goddamn gun laws ain't going to affect him, you know, because he ain't buying it, goddamn it, going in the store. Your uh, gun restrictions and all that you try to pay, it ain't going to affect them regardless because they ain't going through those channels you're talking about, extensive background check. The, they got a background, fool. So that shit, y'all, that, that shit don't work. So the people that's out here shooting each other up, man, they didn't, they didn't get that gun. They didn't go to the gun shop, show no goddamn ID, and they bought the gun, and then went out here and did no drive-bys and all that bullshit. They ain't get, come on now. So we do have to get the mind right. We do have to get the mind. I agree with you. We have to get the, the minds right. But it, it starts when we talk about talking to our people. Like we, we this thing, like the brother has a thing here in Memphis called um, freedom from freedom from unnecessary negatives. Freedom from unnecessary negatives, and it's truly too much negativity that's occurring, and we have to say something about it. I be there's brothers that I work with, man, and I talk to them about negativity. Man, well, I got to find it. The text my wife sent me, and I was the thing she sent me. Um, damn, I ain't even having. I don't have it no more. She sent it to me. Ah, oh, shit. I don't know. I won't say it. But uh, I don't even have it no more. I took it out of my phone. I, I think I did. Hold up. Uh, I don't have it on my more. It was it was the thing she sent me about negativity. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it right here. Um. But I tell a lot of guys about, like, I, it was a job. I said this, like, I was working there. I had to get away from that. It was just too much negativity, right, too much. But I ended up, like, you know, years later now, I'm back over there. And I tell y'all, man, it was like five of us there really working at that time. Now I'm back over there. And God damn it, y'all, it's more fucking negativity now than it was before I left. And what I mean by more negativity, because there's more people now there. <laughs> so there's more people involved in the goddamn bullshit that's going on over there now. Excuse my French, y'all. I'm sorry. Here's the thing right here. It says, protect yourselves against negative influence, rather whether of your own making or the results of the activities of negative people around you. Recognize that you have willpower and put it to constant use until it builds a wall of immunity against negative influence in your own mind. I like that one, man. This was something says by Napoleon Hill, whoever that is. My wife sent me that one the other day, and I was at work. She said, I just want to send you that to, you know, to lift you up. So sometimes me and my wife, we send each other things. Uh, like in the morning time, sometimes I might send her a scripture verse, or sometimes she might send me some or send me something like that. And that's good, too, because you never know what a person may be. And I send that, and just so happens she sent that to me. I'm like, I ain't going through nothing. I ain't dealing with nothing. Like and I sent it to my coworker, and he was like, and we had been talking about negativity. Like, you know what, bro? He said, I'm going to show you something, man. That's how, I, he said, man, God works through people in a certain way. He said, man, I needed that. He said, man, your wife was sending you that, but you sent it to me, and I'm actually the one who needed it. 
He said, so God sometimes gives you somebody else something for you to give to another person. That's how he did it. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Because that's what we we was talking about that. And when she just had sent it to me, and I was like, damn, okay. I said, damn, we were just talking about this. We mean, they were just talking about this. And I just sent it to him. He's like, man, I sure needed that. Man, I needed that. <laughs> to hear your wife say. But she didn't even know we were having a conversation. But anyway, a lot of things we have to get away from. And I've, I've read y'all some things before in the whole tablet about negativity. When you see negativity, like a person in negative, negative conversation, change the polarity, change it, try to flip it to get it onto something positive. Get away from that. Try to move away from that. But some people, you, you, you no matter what you try to do, they're going to still be involved. Y'all know they talk about energy vampires. Some people are not have, happy. And they deliberately try to drain you. They're happy t- they're not happy until they drain you, whether it's spiritually, mentally, whatever. That's what they do. They, they and it's like and they call them energy vampires because when they're coming with a whole bunch of negative shit, you'll find yourself getting headaches. You find yourself getting tired, and it's like goddamn it, they just be more energized when they get through having your conversation with you. You wonder if damn why I'm so damn sleepy or I a headache. I don't know if y'all ever experienced that for real. I've I've experienced it. I've just listened to some shows. I had to quit listening. Like, man, let me quit listening to this shit. And I didn't recognize it at first. I'm like, damn, man, why every time I listen to my goddamn head be hurting? And I realized what it was, what it was. It was like a lot of bull crap on the show. So I had to cut that out. And I found out my damn head stopped hurting. It's just <laughs> getting drained. And I know people like that. I've actually been around people like that. But it is a lot that has to do with the mind. What do you say, man? That's why they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. It surely hell is. It's not only waste. If you, if you can waste it by not putting the right thing in it, or you can waste it by putting the goddamn wrong thing in it. So that's, a, that's a waste of good mind. That all that foolishness in his head. That's why I like the thing that Dr. Yogi used to say when he said the brainwashing. I know what everybody else say about brainwashing, but like I said, we, we, you need your brain washed so you can wash out all of that filth that has been instilled in your mind. And we know a lot of our people have, like the just was talking about the music, a lot of our people have some music, this music, and a lot of influence and things that they've been taught by society, television, the news, all of these type of things. That's what the brother was saying about a lot of the stuff about propaganda, how a lot of things that we are, not to say that some things like with racism don't exist, but it's like certain things we're being fed to make us victims, like to make you live a life in victimhood. Now, that's what the brother was getting into, Justice. And I totally agree. Certain things, man, you you spend your whole life. And y'all, you've heard me talk about this before. You spend your life in victimhood. And like the white man holding me down, the white man is doing this. Oh, and it may be some snares out there. It may be some obstacles. But but God damn it, listen, though, it, you still have to carry on. Man, no matter what somebody try to do to you. You still, as long as you get breath in your body and when you wake up every day, listen, you got to fight hard. You got to do what you got to do to maintain. You got to do what you got to do to maintain. That's what he said, a struggle. You got you to get out here and struggle. I, I do, listen, if that, them trying to press me, if that's my power to make me get out here and fight hard every day, hey, bro, look, I'm going to do it. 
That's my motivation right there, to 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 get that oppression out of my way. But it's not going. I'm just not going to focus on it, man. With the white man this year, well, you know, man, the white man is all run everything in America. Listen here, bro. I still got to eat every day. I got to drink some water every day. I got a wife goddamn to, 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 to help take care of man, you know, man, make sure she's straight, a household to take care of. Man, listen here. Ain't no motherfucking clan riding up and down my goddamn street on no horses, burning no goddamn crosses and none of that shit. It may be what they say systematic racism set in play. But listen here, bro. I don't deal with I don't see that shit dead in my face every day, not just right in my fucking face. So there's a lot. Listen. I deal with, like I said, a lot of goddamn negative-ass Negroes, and I'm going to say it like that. Negative-ass Negroes every day more than I do a fucking racist-ass white boy. So I deal with what's in dead in front of me, and I'm not going to play the victim. And that's what a lot of us do. Well, the reason I can't do this here, brother, because the white man – let me tell y'all something, bro. I'm a motherfucking convicted felon. A convicted felon. I tell y'all again, I've been a convicted, I'm a fucking convicted felon, several felons. I don't have a high school diploma. And I'm not, I'm, and I'm not saying, and this ought to be a shame. Somebody said, this ought to be a shame. I'm just telling you this because I don't, I don't, I don't play that victim bullshit. I can play it, but I don't do it because I want too much out of my life. I Listen, bro, I, like I said, I only got one life to live and I got to make the best out of it. I got a convicted felon. I don't have a high school diploma. I ain't got a GD. I ain't got a, I, I told you, I quit in. Goddamn seventh grade, like I said, at seventh grade to seventh grade. Listen, I could play the victim. See, the white man don't want to hire me because I ain't got a GED. I got a felon. I got this on my record. I got this. So and so, this and that, man. All that bullshit. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I worked on a job. Yeah, I had a felon. They didn't, you know, I didn't couldn't get hired. Man, I got out of jail once. Everywhere I went to try to work. Oh, man, they would brag on man. We like the way you work, man. We gonna, You know, I was going through a temporary. We like the way you work, man. You work good, so-and-so, this and that. And as soon as I go, they said, man, we're going to try to go ahead and hire you. They want to go in there and run the background, man. Damn, we got to let you go, man. You got to get felony. We got to so-and-so. I did that shit several times. Sometimes that shit hurt because you a grown-ass man, you know what I'm saying? You got children to take care of, and you just want to do the best. Because you're trying, well, I'm going to say it, it hurt because you're trying to do the right thing, like Spike Lee. You don't want to go back out here into crime. I can either you go and put that pistol back in your hand, or I can, you can go out here and be shoplifting, stealing folks' shit. You know what I'm saying? But when you're trying to do the right thing, and sometimes you know it, it, it kind of get to you as a man. You're trying to maintain. You you struggling, man. I, they ain't gonna break me down. Hell no, nah, I ain't going back into jail no more. I ain't doing it. They ain't gonna let them break me. I'm, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna maintain. I got a family to take care. I can't take my family in jail. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it'll hit you, but you got, man, you can get your ass up, dust yourself off, man up. You don't out here. So I worked several years, man, on jobs uh, as a temporary. I worked one job as a temporary down there five years as a temporary. I know they are, God damn. Yeah, but, hey, you had, I got child support on my ass. So I don't got damn it in the payment. I'm going to jail for child support. That bullshit to take care Man, so I'm like, listen here. But one thing about it, I didn't get, didn't get eviction notice. I never got a cutoff notice. We never missed a meal. Like Richard Price said, get them missed meal cramps. We never had none of that shit. I wasn't making enough money. I was making minimum wage. And I ended up getting a couple of little raises along the way. But I didn't. I did not let that because I got a felony or the white man holding me down bullshit stop me from maintaining. Like I said, I had a 
I probably I wasn't married at that time, but I have a responsibility. I have a child to have a son to take care of. I have responsibilities. I still had things that motivated me to get my ass up and take care of my business. So now, you know, now I'm 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 to the point now, yeah, I'm making more money than I have been were making. I'm hiding, I mean, like, see, now it ain't about me being hired permanently. I really don't give a fuck about that. Cause I still sell a job. Everybody, everybody temporary. Be honest to me. If you own the motherfucker, you temp, you a temporary. You temporary. You temporary employer till they get mad and hire your ass. Even the managers and shit. You know, even the owner, you can be. You a temporary. You fuck around, and don't pay them taxes, like I said. And the IRS gonna show you who the owner. They gonna take your shit. So all of us, goddamn it, damn it, temporary. But anyway. Don't make no excuse. That's what the brother was kind of going into earlier, man. We got to get out this victim, man. I mean, mindset. Because, see, some people live in it and they wallow around in it. Yes, we understand. Again, there are some racist things out here. Some can ain't going to that. But we can't keep playing the victim. Some people just stuck in it. You can't keep doing it, man. You got to make get your ass out here and do what you got to do, brothers and sisters. Man, look. Like I said, you think about our brothers and sisters like the brother was saying, man, when they was in the thick of slavery, the thick of racism, when they really was going through the hardship with racism and shit, how would they maintain it? All black town, man, doing damn good for themselves. Did they goddamn it cry and was going to ride now? Did they do that bullshit? They had more than things, I mean, more than what we have today. As far as opportunity, owning businesses and all of these type of things that we have today. We're sitting around here, like I said, we don't know really what the real fight is anymore because they have told us what to fight for. Like I said, Black Lives Matter, white folks telling you that somebody else is racist, but then you see a Black Lives Matter rally with all white folks out there. Black Lives Matter. Hell, motherfucker, wait a minute. We ain't even out here like that. We ain't even out here that thick. And y'all saying... They killing us, but we ain't even out here. See, they telling you what to fight for. They giving you something. It's like the whole thing again where they, I got to use this. Well, they told you Trump was the bad guy. They told you Trump was Scarface. He's the bad guy. Everybody loves the bad guy. Trump, he's the bad guy. They played the racism card with you. They played that so you can help them get Joe Biden in there. They needed your numbers. And then what now? What are you getting? What are you getting? So they made you play. They, they, they played the victimhood on you. They played the victim. Made you play the victimhood. And then when you look at it, the people that 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 were saying that this person was a racist were the same people who put all the laws through politics and shit legally to hurt you in the first place. But see, when you get that victim mentality, you you ain't paying attention to that shit. All then you hear is somebody's racist. Like, so what, nigga? Shoot, I don't like you either. Excuse me. I'm just saying. I'm like, fuck it. I don't like you either. So we even. <laughs> you don't like me. I don't like you. So what? We even. So what we do now? White folks don't. Y'all know like so-called Caucasian white people, so they don't like, some of them don't like each other. For a matter of fact, shit, you think I'm bullshit. Just like I said, start it off. Look at what's happening over right now in the East over there. Look at look at Israel and the Palestinians over there. Look at them right now. Y'all say they all they kinfolk, they cousins. If they ain't 
you know, we look at them as they're the same. Like we'll look at another so-called dog skin or melanated person. We say we all the same, right? We say we ain't no difference. We all black, right? Though we say that we all black, but there is a difference anyway. So we look at them and say, shit, they all the same. Look at they just some other white folks over there fighting. Look what they doing. They killing each other like a mother sucker over there. Bombing the hell out of each other. Children, women, everybody over there. They just, they just going down. They don't like each other either. They don't like each other. But for, I don't know, for whatever kind of reasons, land. I, most of it's about land over there. Y'all know it's about land. It ain't got nothing to do with no goddamn religion. That's about land over there. Power. About land and power over there. So who owned the dirt? That's with it. Who owned the dirt? So when we look at that, man, and and, and so we, we, we see that they don't even like each other. So is no, this dude don't like nobody. <laughs> they don't like really no goddamn body, really, honestly. They don't like themselves. So you think, man, just talking about they don't like just black people. Look at the Klan. They say they don't like shit. They don't like, as they say, they don't like blacks. They don't like Jews. They don't like homosexuals. They, they, they don't give a fuck if you a white homosexual, you so-called European Jew. They like, fuck it. We don't like none of you motherfuckers. If you ain't so-called white, we don't like you. Pure white, we don't like you. Now, you wait, hold on, wait a minute. Now, he's a homosexual. Why? Wait, wait, he white, but he's a homosexual. Why y'all don't like him? Because he's a homosexual. That's why we don't like homosexuals. We are white Christian, goddammit, you know, nation. That's against our Christianity. We don't like him. <laughs> See? So, anyway, hey, man, we got a lot. Of, like I said, fuck that victim shit, man. Like I said, we got like. Like I said, in this city, like I said, I think it's about, I think it was, it may be three shootings, police shootings, don't shot somebody this year, I think, I think, could be wrong, in this city. And not to justify the police shooting nobody, but when you put it on the scale, like I said, put it on the scale of facts, when you're weighing it out, on what we're doing to each other, that's what we got to look at. Well, we call each other. What's happening in our community on a daily outweigh that shit all the time. I just can't look at one or two lit incidents. One or two lit incidents. It is bad anytime, though. It's bad, pitiful anytime. But when I'm here in my community, I'm constantly ducking goddamn down bullets and you're scared to drive down this particular street because they always shoot down that street. Elders can't go outside on the porch, even goddamn it, go to the mailbox and shit, empty their trash. Church and damn sure can't play. You know, um, just all type of That to me, that to me is more important. That to me is more vital. That is more I look at and focus on and say, man, this is what has, this is priority. The other one is, 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 is some serious too. But this is priority because this is constantly happening every day. Not isolated incidents two or three times a year. This is every day. This is a constant thing every day. Every day in my, my where I live at. I live in Pittsburgh, Westwood, Indian here. All predominantly black. Nearly white over here, my Every day there are shots. 
probably two or three times a day. I'm trying to see hell. Did I even get a notification today? Two or three times a day. This is the shit I'm talking about. Man, you go outside to empty your damn trash. You better damn near have, you almost better have something in your goddamn hand, man. Y'all think I'm bullshit. You better have, damn near have something in there. I've heard brothers saying this shit, man. All the time, there's something going on, man. We live in, a lot of our people living in fear in their own in their own home, in their own com- community. Why? You look at it. I used to drive down the street. There, like, there's a place in Memphis called South Memphis. I used to live in that area one particular time. It's kind of, now they got a lot of cameras and stuff around all these cameras. But I, oh, my old neighborhood I grew up in, went to school with. I told you my partners, them two partners, them got killed. I just drove through the, the old neighborhood one day, right? Look around, see what it looked like. I just like to look at those because I know all of them gone. Just look and see what it looked like. Man, when I tell y'all, it hurt my goddamn heart to see that, that place. It's like, damn, I I used to live here. I used to live in this neighborhood. Like, damn, it's the, the, the drugs, the heroin in that area, South Memphis, off like that, um, like I used to live in a place called, it's called Curry and Everest Presley, Bellevue and Curry, popular place in Memphis, Bellevue and Curry. Brother, the heroin, no, no, this really had, had real bad heroin uh, problem in that place. Man, the houses all ran down, weeds everywhere. I just looked and just like, damn, man, I can't believe this shit, man. Look at this place. A lot of houses been torn down. So like, look at this place, man. But it, it is over a period of time you start seeing it, prostitution and. Now, I guess a lot of the people did, and a lot of other guys that was over there, probably in prison. It hurt, man. It, 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 that shit just hurt. I was like, damn, look at this shit. Look at this, man. I'm like, man, it just, it just, it just fucking hurts you when you go see that shit, man. And I was like, that's why I, got, I, I stopped coming around here. I stopped coming. I stopped going in that neighborhood, actually. But the other time, I just like to just ride through and see. I can't say the progress, but see, I guess the degress. It ain't getting no better, man. Like they say, man, it's, it's well, they're almost like a slum. It's, it's pitiful, man. It's pitiful how it look over there. So when we say, man, we, we you know, they know what they're doing. But like I say, a lot of stuff about legalizing drugs and shit as well, too. I mean, it's, it's messed up, brothers and sisters. And that's another shit that's messing with your mind. But it is sad to see that. And there's some, some other places I just ride through and just see sometimes our people have been sitting around, how they look. And just I just look at the people's faces and just look just look how, this, how they look. And they're like, damn, man. You, you, like I said, we, 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 we talk about the history of our people with kings and queens. Uh, Massa Musa had all this gold. And you know how we go ahead and romanticize a lot of history of our people. What's up, king? What's up, queen? And, and I ride down through these neighborhoods and see our people, man, just look. The dogs look like they drugged out, man. I ain't going to bullshit y'all. I see some dogs. I just like, oh, man. You know if the dogs look like he on crack. You, that, that neighborhood it's messed up. I'm not trying to be like that funny, y'all. I'm like, and I look like the dog on crack. 
it just is it just looked pitiful. People laying everywhere. People laying out everywhere, man. Just that shit be hurt, man. That's all I can say, bro. That shit hurt. Just a see does. You love your people like you do, and you wish you can just man say, "What can I do? What can you do, man? What the hell have happened to us that we were these goddamn kings and queens like we said we were, and this and that? Damn, this devil did a hell of a number on us." And then some of these people y'all see, brothers and sisters, no matter how they look, in a bad state to to probably me and somebody. You know what? Sometimes, though, brothers and sisters, no matter how bad they may look and how bad they look like they down and out, laying on the ground, sometimes they seem like they just happy as hell. I mean, not happy, but they, they just smile. And I've seen some just be smiling and still like they're in a cheerful mood. Even in that state they're in, they laughing, talking to the whoever else around them. And to me, I'm looking like, damn, it's sad. And they just smiling, just like, hey man, this is it. This is this is what I this is what I have. What the fuck I supposed to do? What I supposed to be sitting here crying? That's what I mean, that's how I be looking at just riding. Like, what the fuck I supposed to do? Cry? They just they still in that state. They still like, hey man, life goes on, bro. Shit. Hey, I ain't going to tap out. Fuck, I told you just lay here and die, motherfucker. Hey, I still got to see the best I can. Yeah, I'm slipping on the sidewalk. Yeah, I'm doing, hey, I'm cool. I mean, this is this is the cards I've been dealt right now. Maybe it might get better later. Maybe it might get better later. So brother been, I see the brother been, he been on, man, ever since I've been in this neighborhood, the brother been laying on the highway. For man, I know I've been in this neighborhood about eight years. Well, in this area, about eight years, maybe nine. I see a guy laying out. Man, rain, sleet, and snow, cold. He's he laying out on the highway, and you know you see him at a store, and you give him a change. So, you know he'll tell you, "Thank you, brother. I love you, brother." And then you give him a little money, maybe I won't give them was a dollar, whatever you give him, fifty cent. Thank you, brother. I sure appreciate that, brother. I love you. God damn it, I tell y'all, man. Woo, that's something we don't, God damn it, we don't know no more. We don't know how to fucking love each other. Now he's like, I hate that N-word. I hate that mother. That brother, like I said, is sleep on the corner, but he got another. Y'all might say he just said it because he, he only he gave him a dollar. Some things just see like it's real sincere. Because when you see him, he ain't going to ask you for nothing. He ain't asking you for nothing. That's one thing. He landed, you know he's homeless. He ain't asking for nothing. He'll see you. And if you come out there and just give him somebody because you want to, then he appreciate that, brother. I love you. Love you too, brother. God bless you, brother. Then he said, God bless you. Love you and God bless you. Same to you, brother. And then even in this state of homeless, he has still enough, still the compassion to say in his situation, I love you, brother. Love you, sister. My mom gave him some before. She always give him some. <laughs> No, he might ask sometime, you know, he my wife seen him, he's asking, hey man, you buy me a sandwich, you know. But I'm telling you, brother, and we sitting around this motherfucker complaining about the little petty shit. We sitting in the houses, warm, like right now, lights on. We can warm, we can lay down whether change the thermostat, whether you're hot, you're cold, you got a hot meal, you got a you 
probably clean clothes. You got this, and somebody else is going through some messed up shit, sitting out there in all kind of badass weather and everything else. Mm. So, hey, let me get ready to get up out of here, man. Hey, like I said, don't be a victim. Don't, don't, don't play the victim, man. Don't play that victim, right? Like I said, yeah, I know a lot of shit that goes on. Don't let these motherfuckers control your mind, doc. Use your own, man. Use your own mind. I would just say, our brother Carter G. Wilson said, use your own analytical mind. Use your own analytical mind. Think about it. Question shit. Because a lot of shit you be told, man, hey, it ain't, it, it, like I said, it ain't for your benefit. Like I said, especially like certain things they do give you as social programs, you best to believe, like again, somebody going to benefit off of it. It's going to make it like it's like even now they're giving out all this money. 14,000, 14, well, not 14,000, my bad, uh, 1,400, 1,200, so-and-so. You be like, okay, hold on, that shit sounding good. You're giving this goddamn free money. Like right now, they handicapping a lot of people. People don't, people, like I said, people don't want to go to work because, you know what I'm saying, they're getting this money. And like, fuck that, there's more money than I understand that. A lot of it is. It's more money they were making if they would not have, if they had been working. I understand that. But it have crippled a lot of people. It made them dependent on, you know, that system. It made them dependent on the government again. Like, and a lot of people they going out and still they, uh, I, I know some people they've been they back on. Some people have been getting that money since they ain't working. They fuck it, I'm getting this little tax. They've been back on drugs and all kind of old bullshit. So the churches has shut down. Some people probably been man was already struggling with their little life and just congregating with other people going to church kind of helped them out being around other people that was might have been trying to you know be on a positive level so being around that's one thing about congregating that it helped you out congregating not just because you're going to church to congregate because it'll help you you know uh build yourselves up being around other positive people or whatnot and i like i said i remember even going when i went uh, we had our eyes, our eyes on Egypt bookstore here in Memphis. I used to love to go to the bookstore, and 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 that's what I I, I miss it. I ain't gonna lie, y'all miss it like a mother sucker because I don't have a congregate because they're congregating around brothers and sisters, man, who were man, you know, like said sharing the knowledge. It and it made me go home and then like buy a book and it made me read. I ain't never in my life that before read <laughs> read morning books as I have read as they, as I did when I was in the Wabi. I don't read hey, I don't read shit, man. I don't read a, a a third of the books I did when I was in the Wabi. I'm reading books like a mother sucker. I couldn't wait to goddamn it grab me another book. But it was congregating. It was brothers and sisters. I was going around, man, kicking the knowledge, man. Like, shit, I need to get that book. It made me read. It made me study. It made you do it. You know what I'm saying? It was the influence. So that's the good thing about being a part of a congregation as well. It ain't got to be no church, but just being a part of something where you congregate with brothers and sisters, part of positive like mine. I'm just being a positive. You can be around negative shit, but I ain't talking about that. Positive people. It will bring an influence on you. And probably being the best out of you. All right, y'all better hear up because it's been the cutoff in a minute here, man. But I thank y'all for tuning in right here to Coach Freedom Radio Network, man. 
one more time in the house. Hey, Justice, y'all, man. Come on, brothers and sisters, man. Y'all got to work this shit out, brother, man. We just talking information. Next time, and I understand. I just had to meet people, man, get this shit back on track. All that, man, is, and it just ain't going to say just put it all on you, but all this food shit and this, that, and another damn thing, hunger. All this food, we got to do better than that, man. We just talking about, we just talking information about how we going to help each other, brothers. That's what it's about. We talking about uplifting our people. Uplifting so-called black women. Some of this might not be y'all be, but uplifting each other, brothers and sisters. It ain't got to go that way. It ain't got to be, man, you damn fool, man, you so-and-so, you ignorant, this, that, another. Ignorance means you just don't know anyway. There's a lot of things we don't know. A lot of shit I don't know. But um, everything, we ain't got to argue about every damn thing, y'all. Come on, man. But um, like I said, and y'all saying, I appreciate the brother for calling in, sharing the information. And I uh, appreciate just as well. So like I said, like I said, man, sometimes like this, y'all would. Like, 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 like I said, Justin might say, I ain't saying he have been doing it, but it may be some things, I, I, like I said again, y'all, I might not even agree. I'm just learning how to just tap out and just say, you know what, shut your mouth, Sunray. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Straight up like that. Excuse my friend, y'all. Just shut up, bro. Okay, just chill. If it ain't nothing being real hurtful to the community, or, or it might be misly as well. Hold on, wait, wait, let me, let me, let me, let me. Hold on, bro. Let me let me help you out a little bit. Let me slow it down. But if it's nothing that's just real detrimental to our people, hey, bro. I ain't finna get to arguing no them. Okay, I ain't finna get to arguing though. I'm just gonna say it. I ain't finna argue no more, man. Fuck that shit. But anyway, y'all, peace, peace. I thank y'all for tuning in right here, man. We up out of here, man. Uh, see y'all next time on Coach Free Radio Network. Then y'all will let Malcolm hear the mouth. God is black. Peace and thank y'all, man. Have a wonderful night. Y'all be safe. Most definitely be safe. Man, love yourself. If you don't love nobody, love self first and then spread that love, though, man. But hey, we got to do better, man. We got to do better. And we can. We we, we can. We going to do it. We going to do it. And ain't no goddamn it. We got to. We going to do better, man. But we got to, like I said, we got to be able to talk this stuff out, sit it out. We can disagree with each other. We ain't all, ain't nobody going to always goddamn agree. They didn't do that in Africa. They didn't do that. Don't let no motherfucker be jumping around trying to romanticize y'all or try to feel y'all here with that. Well, ain't nobody in Africa doing that. They enslaved each Black folk did all kind of dirt, dirt each other. And this shit didn't start when it got to America. No, no, uh, no, 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 it didn't. So, yeah, listen, brothers and sisters, we just got to learn how to sit down and compromise certain things with it. Don't compromise for the wrong. But certain things we gotta say, you know what, bro? Hey man, I ain't gonna look, you get you right on this here. Or so and so. You know what? I had to agree to disagree. Straight like that. But hey man, we ain't gotta we ain't gotta beef. We ain't gotta fall out with each other, man. Hey. Let's just just meet on the line what we do agree on. Right? Okay, can we do that? I got you, brother. Cause listen, we you need to list something, I need to list something. Let's all get a little something together. That's all. That's all. All right, y'all. Peace, peace, peace. I'm up out of this jot. As they say, this jot on top of Steve. All right, pull my coat on this now. What happens if you give all that up? I mean, the pork and you get sick and then you get a medical or something? Like when I was on the outside, I ran this hustle. I tried to act like... I'm telling you God's words, not no hustle. I'm going to tell you. God is black. God is black. Everybody knows God is white. Everything the white man taught you, you accepted. He taught you you were a black heathen, and you believed him. He taught you to 
worshiped blonde, blue-eyed Jesus with white skin, and you believed it. He taught you that black was a curse, and you believed that. Did you ever look up the word black in a dictionary? What? Did you ever study anything that wasn't part of some con? What the hell for, man? Come with me. Destitute of light, devoid of color, enveloped in darkness, hence utterly dismal or gloomy, as the future looked black. Pretty good in words, ain't you? Soiled with dirt, foul, sullen, hostile, forbidding, as a black day. Foully or outrageously wicked as black cruelty, indicating disgrace, dishonor, or culpability. And there's others. Black male, black ball, black guard. Yeah, well, there's some more, right? Let's look up white. Here. Read. White. Of the color of pure snow. Uh, reflecting all the rays of the spectrum, the opposite of black, uh, free from spot or blemish, innocent, pure. Hmm. Huh. This is something without evil intent, harmless, honest, square dealing, and honorable. Wait a minute, this 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 is written by white folks, though, right? I mean, this white white folks book. This sure ain't no black man's book. So what are we reading this one for? Because the truth is lying there. If you read behind the words, you got to take everything the white man says and use it against him. Hmm. Yeah? All right, wait, wait, I mean, you know, there's a whole lot of words in here. Here, let's try at the beginning. We'll look them up, write them down, and find out what they mean. Here, page one. The first word, aardvark. It's one of my favorite parts of the movie, man. I like this part. That was the most inspiring part to me. Earth pig, African ant-eating mammal. Yeah, because... the brother in jail Chinese coming up out of jail. Calculating instrument. Abaddon, the place of the lost in Sheol, the bottomless pit. If you take one step toward Allah, he will take two steps toward you. Y'all know the politics. I like that part, man. But even with that, I'm going to end on this one. Uh, he said, now, he said, you take two, one step toward the law, he'll take two steps with you. Again, like, the thing here is, like he said, if you take one, the thing is, if you put things in motion, things will come to you. You have to start putting things in motion. Ain't shit. I mean, excuse me. Let me slow down. Nothing going to come to you if you don't put it in motion first. Even if you say, man, God, I need your help. Hey, you have to start putting things in motion. That's why if you understand the spiritual thing, you ask for divine intervention. First, but you still, you're going to have to do it. Hey, you here in the physical Form. Ain't no spirit, ain't no ghost, ain't nothing invisible gonna do a damn thing physically for you. You have to do it. It you might get some kind of thought that like you're trying to figure out how I'm gonna do it, and something might come to your mind like, oh, I got it, I figured it out. But physically, it's physical form. You gonna have to do it. 
So you have to set things in motion first because ain't nobody coming out. No, the damn E.T. ain't coming back. God damn it. Farad ain't coming back. Elijah ain't coming on the ship. The Nibiru ain't coming. And the Anunnaki ain't none of them here. Ain't none of them coming to do a damn thing for you to help you. You have to do that right now for yourself. You hungry? Hey. Get up, go find you a sandwich, goddammit, some, some crackers or something to eat on, but you're going to have to get, to get your ass up and go do it yourself. Because Sunray don't know you hungry. I don't know you thirsty unless you say something. But then you let me know or you try to, hey, man, open your mouth and let me know. Hey, we'll see what we can do to help you out. But you have to do something. All right, peace, y'all. We're up out of here, man. We out. Peace.